Welcome to the first free two hours of the BingeCast on the Binge Media Podcast Network. All of our listeners receive the first two hours of the BingeCast for free. For only $5 a month, premium members receive the full binge. The entire four-hour show available exclusively at patreon.com slash binge media. And they'll get early access to the show 24 hours before everyone else. Sign up at patreon.com slash binge media to join us today for only $5 a month. And now, the binge cast. One, two, three, four. It's Saturday night, when all is alright. They cry, sweat, and piss, so fucking at the same time. It's the binge cast. Whoa, it's the binge cast. Alex and Law will review what they saw. They can give it a ten, they can give it a four. It's the binge cast. Whoa. To the binge cast. I'm Pete Setnick. I work for bingemedia.net, the network where we talk all things TV, movies, answer, listener, voicemails. And the person that's going to help me do all of that tonight is the host of the Sportscast, the co-host of Wake and Bake with Bob Ross, my best friend in the flesh. Let's cheers oh, right now. Yay! Tom Maloney, what's happening? Oh, binge community, what's happening? Pete, thanks for having me. I've already been drinking for a little while here. Very excited to get this I'm on my going. fourth. <laughs> Are we counting? Let's say well, I can count because I'm a lightweight now. One, two. You're right. Four. I'm on my fourth. We had some tech difficulties. I don't know how this is going to sound to your ear holes. I'm a little nervous. Um, don't be. Don't be. Sounds great. Just <laughs> If it's low, go in a closet. In your home by yourself and listen to it. Yeah, no, come on. We have we did sound for... Tw- oh, no, wait. We paid other people to do sound. You're right. Oh, for back. our band? Yeah. yeah. We did not We did our own sound tonight. We, we didn't get paid extra for it. I'm a little nervous. The volume is a little low. But I apologize. The first time I'm doing this show in person at the Sportscast studio. That's basically. right. Um, but welcome to the BingeCast. Uh, yes, I said earlier we talked TV, movies. We're gonna answer, we're gonna listen to some voicemails. Uh, you're listening to the binge cast right now, um, and if you want to sign up for the full binge, I'll tell you what that's about. I have uh, my notes here. Uh, the full binge is five bucks a month on Patreon, Patreon.com/slash/binge-media. You have access to the entire binge cast, which what we're doing now, including these first two hours. You also get monthly binge media happy hour on discord where we hang out with a bunch of listeners um also get a a free shot glass uh while supplies last if you sign up uh you get the wake and bake with bob ross with tom and falvey you get movie commentaries sometimes tv commentaries and full binges which is the full around i would say five five and a half hours lately lately lately. um (laughs) 
Tonight, this show, the full binge that's attached to this binge cast, is the Darjeeling Limited Commentary with Alex and Chad C. So stay tuned for that if you sign if you uh, have the Patreon uh, full binge. If not, sign up and get that commentary. Uh, but tonight, Tom and I are just going to do the binge cast. We're going to listen to some voicemails. We're going to talk some TV. We're going to fucking round, round up TV. Like I said, I'm four drinks in. Not a lot, but I'm feeling it. I am fucking <laughs> feeling it. I got an echo in my head. I am fucking dazed and confused right now. Uh, we're going to do movies. What you watch this week? We're going to get into that. So, um... Anything else? Anything else? Oh, you know what? I think next week, uh, myself... Actually, no, not myself. Actually, you know what? Next week, Falvey will be reviewing The Batman, so stay tuned for that. He'll be on the binge cast. And next week, I believe we have a tournament. Uh, I'm going to keep all that kind of hidden, but if yeah. you like the sweep it ups, tournament for full binge next That's week. That's full binge, yeah. Yeah, I don't we'll, know. We can review the Batman trailer tonight since we both caught it in the theater. <laughs> Actually, I stepped out. I oh, stepped, God damn it. I'll, I'll, review, I'll review the Batman. <laughs> I was very uh, nervous about germs, so I went out to the bathroom and I washed my hands so I could put my hands in the popcorn bucket. Oh, man. Save it for uh, what you watch. <laughs> two, um, two theater trips on this Oh, episode. yeah. I can't, I can't wait to get them. Let me get my cylinders. My cylinders up. Um, oh, God. Let's, should we do some voicemails? Oh, by the way, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to um, do a little preemptive here. I watched the uh, Steven Spielberg West Side Story this week. Yes. So I have, for each segment, I have a West Side Story sounder oh shit <laughs> so not only did you sit through a two and a half hour film you made sounders about i made it. sounders oh, God. for uh so i i i'll start with your infamous gummy bear since you're sitting across from me and then i'll do my west side story oh man uh google voice so let's get to google voice uh 708-406-9546 is the number to call leave us a voicemail leave us a review leave us a game we'll play it on the Play it on the show, and um, we'll all have a good time and a good laugh about it. But let's get to some Google Voice. They receive these emails that make fucking no sense. Lost pissing his pants as they're read on the cast. Wrong punctuations and shitty translations. Cheers to you, Google. Oh. Your service sucks ass. Google Voice. Stop your fucking with the binge. Can't Jim Lockett's yeah, no pictures cats. of his children's <laughs> toys. Fuck yourself, Google Boys. Ah, here we go. Leave a voicemail for Binge Media. Leave a review for Binge Media. Leave a cool game for Binge Media. Leave a sweet gook for Binge Media. In uh, the great words of Jim Law, oh, so deep. West Side Story, so deep. Okay, uh, let's get to our first voicemail. Here we go. What's up, boys? It's Bunch. Thanks, it's a Bunch cast. <laughs> All right. Um, <laughs> Reacher, I don't think I've ever clicked towards an episode two so fucking quick. Uh, just getting into finally watching it. I don't know. You guys may have talked about it at some point. I don't remember. Um, Reacher... Fucking episode one was just absolutely badass. Alan Richardson 
is a phenomenal Jack Reacher. Uh, from what I understand, never saw the movies, never read the books. Uh, um, I liked him as Hawk, though I hated the character in Titans because Titans absolutely blows chunks. But Reacher, episode one, absolutely fucking awesome. I'm in for episode two right now. Bye. <laughs> okay, so Reacher is a new show. Right. I believe it's on Amazon. It's they've re- it's not Tom Cruise anymore. Well, it's right. The, Cruise was the movie. Cruise was yeah, yeah. Two films. Twenty twelve. Right. So okay. this. So bunch loves uh, the show. I mean, I guess I could give it a chance. This was this was highly recommended to me recently by Chad D. Actually, he's like, "You watching Reacher?" I said, "No." <sighs> Listen, when we get to the TV roundup, you'll see you'll you're gonna hear what I went. Like what shows I tried to watch for this week? Oh, but um, I sh- maybe I should have just tried Reacher. Reacher, yeah. <laughs> All right, so I, I believe you called back for a part two. So let's see, uh, call back. Bunch Reacher update. I'm on episode six. I can't Whoa. stop watching this thing. Uh, kind of wish I was taking my time. I'm not a binge type of watcher, but man, this thing just goes down easy. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's what she said. What he said. Um, yeah, good time. Simple show, good show, enjoyable. Reacher's definitely a binge watch. Um, yeah, give it a go. Bunch out. Throw the bunch cast. He's calling it the bunch cast now, by the way. I don't know if you caught that. Yeah, I'm not agreeing with that. It's the bunch cast. I don't work for the bunch cast. So. I don't work for Bunch Media. <laughs> That's his own network. I like Bunch of Crunch. That I'll eat. Who's doing sportscast on Bunch Media? Is that Chad C? Lauren <laughs> <laughs> Chad C went over to Bunch Media. To it's your boy, the sports. <laughs> so I've never heard Bunchy with so much energy. So that might be, no, that that could be. That was energy for you? For him. Wow. I so was, maybe that's what Reacher's got him all fired up. Maybe That I put me to sleep, his oh, voicemail. <laughs> hey, it's Bunchy. I just want to let you know about Reacher, best show ever. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, All right, uh, listen. I like the I like the first Reacher movie. I did not like the second Reacher movie. I've read two books. Oh, my dad loves the Reacher series, but we all know on this network, our dads and their tastes are very different from where we are all at. Um, so Lost Dad likes Reacher. <laughs> oh, Lost Dad. Lost Dad's... Wait, I think Dave. I have a uh, Law's review of his father's Reacher review uh, right here. That was deep. Oh, so fucking deep in his guts. Oh. <laughs> I was reaching his guts. Oh, that shit makes me uncomfortable. I know, Tom just took his shirt off. Uh, okay. Nice law. Maybe I'll, I'll give Reacher an episode. That's the best I could do. That's it. I think I'd have to watch the movies first. <laughs> well, I don't think you need to. Yeah, but I like, I'm kind of a completist. I, I don't think it has anything to do with each other. It's like it's like the Jack Ryan right movies and then the Jack Ryan show or just or like a James Bond. I didn't know there were Jack Ryan movies. Yeah, like some of all I think some of all fears is a Jack Ryan movie. Yeah. Jack Ryan, Chris Pine played Jack Ryan. Okay, and then there's the Jack Ryan show with uh, Krasinski. So I watched that show without the movies, so I could. So you could do yeah. Reacher without the movies or book. Okay. 
Fair enough. So give me a quick synopsis on I Jack. Think, Who is Jack Reacher? I think he's ex-military. That's just kind of he's a rogue. Rogue. Uh, that kind of helps or gets tangled in other situations where he doesn't want to be. Okay. Like the first movie, which I love. Love. Sorry. I like the first movie. There is a, a sniper assassination and they... Someone hires Reacher who knows that he can kind of figure who it was because he's so good. He's almost like a detective in the military type guy. Right, but he's out. But he's out. Got it. Okay. That's... All right. All right. I'll try. It's I'll Cruz. I mean, try. I could see Cruz playing that role. But the show... My next question would be, how long are the episodes? <laughs> That's a great question. Yeah. You're going to have to go on your own. Yeah, I know. I'm going to have to look that But up. the thing is, with with the Reacher books versus the uh, movies and show, in the books, this guy is kind of like a massive guy. Tall, jacked. You're right. Not jacked, Reacher. But everyone was upset with the Tom Cruise casting because he's like 4'1", right. 170, you know, where this guy fits the the literary, literary version of Jack Reacher. So everyone is really excited that someone is playing Jack Reacher. This who fits the who physical fits the, description. Correct. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, that's why a lot of people are hating the the Tom Cruise movies. Plus, plus they're a little cheese. All right, let's get to the next voicemail. Here we go. What up? It's your boy, the Duke. How you doing, fellas? I apologize, Divine. What up, PMC? What up, TM? Boom. We got the amazing duo back in action live this weekend. So I'm calling in with a music-inspired question. Now, this is a question that I think that's... By the way, Tom and I <laughs> Tom and I both took our palms and placed them on our foreheads, and we didn't want anything to do with this question. All right, here we go. We're tired. God damn it. <laughs> but there, there is... I think there's a few music things. We got, we got Pam and Tommy. We got Studio 666. We got West Side Story to talk about. Jesus. We got a lot of music stuff to talk music about. Music themes here. But, um, I'm just... Before you press play again... Yeah. I'm hoping this is not about the Super Bowl halftime show. I don't think it's going to be because we're past that. But he was riding me on the Super Bowl a little bit. Let's see. Let's just see what he says. Oh, I got things to say about that halftime show if you want. My name is what? My name is what? I've right, been called in before and asked to the OGs, but I don't know if it's ever been asked with Pete on. Uh, definitely not with TM on. So it's a music movie related question and you guys can answer however you want i got a couple ins and outs for you <clears throat> excuse me but if keep your fucking covid19 <laughs> off this voicemail okay thanks is there a song um movie scene that is like close to your heart or just something that you love when you hear the song you automatically go to that scene in a movie um or just it gets you every time when you see it. You just love a uh, movie or song from a movie. And or is there a soundtrack that you absolutely love because of its tie-in with the movie, original soundtrack, or songs written for the movie? You guys can answer however you want just to kind of make it ins and outs. I always push rudderless when I can. 
Um, that soundtrack is just the movie itself. I love great performances from Billy. Rudder, rudderless? rudderless or brotherless? I think he said, said rudderless. Rudderless, yeah. <laughs> oh boy, oh, that's right in my face. <laughs> Rudderless. Is that with uh, fucking... Oh, Billy Crudup. By the way, we're going to talk about Billy Crudup in a second. Crudup in it, uh, directed yeah. by William H. Macy, and it's all like original soundtrack for that movie. Uh, <clears throat> have a good show, guys. COVID. Also, Pete, take us all shut up and just check out one episode of Peacemaker, for fuck's sake, and uh. like 45 minutes of your time, and we'd all shut up. All right. John Cena's awesome. Hey guys, listen. I'm, this this goes out to all the listeners right now, guys. If you haven't grasped this concept, Pete is not fucking watching that, and he doesn't want to no. watch it. I got a sounder later. You'll hear. You it. cannot convince this man to do something he doesn't want to do. No, trust I'm me. Stone, I'm stone cold, baby. <laughs> okay, I gotta say one other thing. I'm not really a Cena guy either. And I ain't watching that show either. John I, Cena <laughs> comes into a comedy movie in a scene. I'm not laughing. He is a fucking tool. Thank you, Tom. Uh, we were uh, in the other room of, of Tom of the Sportscast Studio. We were all sitting eating dinner uh, with the wives, and I brought up. I was watching the other guys. It was on at work the other day, and I brought up the fact like. Wow, if Mark Wahlberg got stung by a lot of bees, he'd look exactly <laughs> like John Cena. <laughs> So I just wanted to bring that to your attention. But let's get back to Chad D's question, which was, "There's is there a song that... Uh... So he's talking like soundtrack, like a compilation of music on it. Like, I he's think not talking about score. He's talking about like rock tunes Needle or drops of like... Okay. So I think the, there was a couple questions. Like, what song... Well, he said makes a you, scene, right? Yeah, what song makes you think, like brings you right into a movie? Or, or a full album, kind or of. Or like what soundtrack, like, obviously the Forrest Gump, for me, yeah. that double disc was huge, because my dad didn't bring me up on all the songs that were on that album. Like, my dad was just like strictly Beatles. Beatles, yeah, yeah. Where the Forrest Gump soundtrack was like all the 70s stuff, yeah, which I didn't hear before. Uh, so I think I, I always I always think of that that move that I mean I had the double disc me too CD yeah yeah that was Easy, a big soundtrack. Easy Rider was a big soundtrack that's a little before our time but yeah. my father was big on that okay. so I listened to that uh, CD that he had as yeah. well but you know not not like a big Easy Rider guy it's such a tough question I feel like if I was asked this when I was like fifteen I would have fifty answers for it but now not so much. Well, there's a lot. Sandler has a lot of great needle drops. Like if you think like, um, I gotta really think about this. <laughs> I'm I'm five deep too. Well, if one of my favorites, and and I think Law would agree with me, Tiny Dancer, you go right to Almost Famous. Oh, perfect call. Like perfect that's call. the that's like the the ma- the biggest one. That's like the major one. Yeah, that one song brings you right into that scene, right into that bus. Yes, big standout. Big, that's a big one. Yeah. There's um, Hearts on Fire from Rocky Four. Farts on Fire. Farts on Fire. <laughs> Is that the one when he's driving? And he's, he's, he's exercising. Rocky, I don't know. Oh, really? Okay. I think it's Hearts on Fire. I'm pretty, I'm, I would almost guarantee that that's right. Hearts on Fire. So he gets, he, he fights with his wife in the house. She's at the top of the stairs. Yeah. And then he leaves, jumps in his car. 
and speeds around town. And I, I think that is... Well, that might be a total... I might, someone's fucking yelling at me right now. No, it's, it's okay. It's, Hearts but, on fire. There's that one. All the montages in Rocky have those standout songs. Is that a slow tune? No. Okay. There's a fire song that my band does that we open with, but it's Bruce. Is yeah, that the, no, it's not it. It's oh, that's the one I'm thinking of. Yeah, he's a fire. Yeah, I know. That. It's a very <laughs> slow. It's called Fire. That's a slow Bruce. Okay, yeah, okay, yeah. okay. Um, and then there's the montage. So wait, I might be thinking of a different Rocky there. No, it's the same movie. And then Rocky, when he's, when he's uh, exercising and training in Russia... And he's running oh, in come the snow. On. What are you bringing that up for right now? Because it's the movie. Yeah, it's the eighties. Give me a break. Um, <laughs> Too soon. The Rocky ones. The Rocky ones are standouts. There's a there's a song in Top Gun that's a big standout. Oh, uh, <laughs> oh I went We did a column for that with PJ. There's a there's a song in that that I, I go nuts about. Yeah. Here's the thing, folks listening. When I have three drinks on a binge cast, I cannot come up with any factual titles of anything. I'm not going to get any actor's name right. <laughs> well, I'm just trying to think if I, like, it's, a, it's usually a classic song. Like, I'm not going to think of, like, a Third Eye Blind song and it's going to bring me to, like, a, mov- a movie that... <gasps> they used in like 2019 or something. I got one and I can't think. You might know the name of the song. It's from Road Trip when they're jamming on the bus. Oh, Twisted Sister. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, Twisted Sisters and Pee Wee Herman. Yes. Uh, Twisted Sister song. Oh, that's a great scene. Another <laughs> yeah, bus scene, another though. Another bus scene, yes. What song is that? See no evil, won't you? Yeah, that's Pee Wee. That's Pee Wee. <laughs> Anyway, the Twisted Sister. One soda, one foot long. <laughs> Give me a minute. Let me see that. Fork over the money, Buxton. <laughs> nice try, Pee Wee. We're doing Pee Wee dialogue. This is what Let's you, just do a Pee Wee comment. This is what happens when you get uh, me in the sportscast arena. This is what happens. But uh, uh, it's a good question. It's just all those 80s movies are the ones that really pop in my mind that I can't think of. Well, yeah, you got like Cruel Summer. But, like, the, the first time anyone, I believe, ever heard that was Karate Kid. But if I hear that now, I think of Karate Kid. How about Days and Confused or Tuesdays Gone? That was a big one. Yeah. That's a great soundtrack as well. Yes. That was a whole di- own disc. I had yeah. that whole disc, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was a big disc. Forrest Gump was a big disc. I'm trying to think of what other soundtracks were fucking, like... You I had, had the to Crow go. soundtrack. But oh, I the Crow just was liked, huge. But I liked the night was Nine Inch Nails was on there, and... I don't know, there's Stone Temple Pilots. Yeah, big but tune. That was a huge soundtrack yeah. to have. Time to take home her dizzy. Yeah, that was great. That was great. And I believe the only way to get that, um, sometimes I feel. No, sorry. There was a Chili Pepper song that you could only get on that Beavis and Butthead. Was it the Beavis and Butthead sold to squeeze? Right? Wasn't that? Or no, Coneheads. Coneheads. Yeah, that was the soundtrack to is... get because of that song. That yes. was the only way you can get that song. That is my favorite Chili Pepper song. I'm thinking Beavis and Butt was Roller Coaster. Yeah. 
right? Was yes, yes. Wow. But these were big soundtracks because that was the only way you could get that song. Yeah, and that's the age of MTV too, because the Coneheads were in the video. This is pre-Napster, folks. Like you had to go to <laughs> Sam Goody and buy the Beavis and Butthead soundtrack to get Roller Coaster. That's it. I keep touching my nipples. Nobody beats the Wiz. <laughs> Nobody Coconut, beats him. Coconuts. Yeah, coconuts. All right. Chad D. Tower great, Records. Great question. This isn't the music cast. We got to get things moving along yeah. here. We Warren's got, having a great time right now. We got three <laughs> voicemails left. Here we go. All right. Boys, bunch is calling back. Just. We, we heard from you twice. We got the bunch right, cast, guys. Bunch cast. We already canceled. Canceled the bunch cast. That <laughs> done watching. The King's Man. The King's Man. Oh, yes. It's okay. a prequel, third in the trilogy, uh, however it's going to be, for Matthew Vaughn's Kingman series. What? Absolutely love the original Kingsman. Thought it was oh, something really fun, original, love the music. I'm unabashedly fan of the second one as well. I know uh, people kind of crap on it a little bit, but fuck, I have a field day with that one. Just really enjoy it. The King's Man feels like Matthew Vaughn is working out some issues for like three quarters of this movie. I, I don't want to spoil anything. It just dropped on HBO Max and on Hulu today, actually. Don't spoil it. And um, for the first hour and a half, maybe hour 40, there's little that makes this feel like a Kingsman movie. Um, and that's, you know, your mileage may vary. You may like that. You may not. Uh, it's, it really goes into, I don't know, like English, English call it thievery English oh. um, guilt uh, it you know holds the same um, you know like ruling class type of stuff that we've gotten in, the, in at least the original Kingsman so Matthew Bond's working through some stuff uh, that he's got Whoa. but then the last half an hour something happens uh, and I was waiting for that like moment that Kingsman moment um, and once something happens that is that oh fuck uh, the movie takes a turn and it's just like kind of a full on classic Kingsman type movie uh, towards the end. Yay! So, as I said, mileage may vary, but I had a pretty good time with it. Um, just wasn't expecting such a jarring change and wasn't expecting a different type of movie right off the bat. But I would be totally down for more. Um, there is a mid credit stinger for anybody who wants to stick around. Sets up the sequel to this one, so it sets up a second prequel. Does not set up a sequel to the original two. Fucking franchises. Um, but yeah, Kingsman definitely worth a watch. Say it's on HBO Max, it's on Hulu, it's on AMG. Um, but yeah, give it a go. Big fan of Matthew Vaughn. I'll uh, always support what he's got going on. All right, where's that full binge, bitches? Peace. Full binge is Darjeeling limited commentary. All right, calm down. Um. I am intrigued with The Kingsman. I've seen both movies. I like the first one a lot. second one wasn't terrible. I did see it in theater uh, on my early days of the binge cast, and I was psyched to just be on the binge cast, so my review may have been a little high. Uh, but I like Ray Fine, so I'm interested in seeing The Kingsman. Tom, are you in? have you seen any of these? No, I'm literally searching Matthew Vaughn right now to see what else he's done. Never saw Kingsman in first class. I see that. Yeah. yeah, he did Rocket Man. I see. I saw Kingsman on <clears throat> HBO Max, but not knowing what it was. I will just. I want to. Being on the show right now, I will speak for law. Why do we have to have a second prequel? <laughs> right. <laughs> but hey, franchises, they work. It's working. What are you gonna do? I would do. Um... 
was it called? I forget what the first movie is called. Kingsman something. His first. Check out that first one first. If you uh, like the Secret Service. If you like that, I I, w- I would say go to the prequel, and then you could probably go to the second one. But I would start with the first one that he did, right? Because if that's obviously the one that he chose to do first, right. whether it, I don't know if it's based on anything or if he wrote it himself, but yeah, if they're books, I'll do the book first. I, I have no idea. I know I'm obsessed. With they're that just kind like of kind of action like movies, spy type things. But the the lead actor who is in <clears throat> Kingsman. Uh, Taron Edgerton, he plays Elton John in Rocket Man. Yes, okay. So and Samuel L. is in this too. Samuel L. is in that too. Okay. Yeah, but that movie's fun. Some really good action. Sec- Colin uh, Firth, Michael Caine, Michael Caine, Michael Caine. All right, thank you, Bungie, for calling in. Uh, let's listen to this next voicemail. We gotta get through this. Here we go. Come on, boys, really good time here. Really good time. Oh, yes. Oh, hey, over here. The electric slide. <laughs> yes, Billy. Chicken dance. All right, here we go. <laughs> Come on, boys. Really good times here. Let's keep it short and sweet. Uh, finish up Peacemaker. I really enjoyed that. I had a blast with it. Um, great run. Uh, yeah, probably like an 8 on 10. I just really had a lot of laughs with that. Um, Righteous Gemstones. I'm really enjoying that. I'm not through with it yet, but uh, I think maybe P recommended or something like that. But, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm really enjoying that. Uh, I'm having a blast with it. So I'll keep on with that. Finish that out. Um that's really all I got right now, but uh, I was wondering, Pete, and I'm, I'm not going to try and convince you to watch Peacemaker. Obviously, it's not going to happen, but, um, you know, you talk a lot about John Cena being a bad actor, and John Cena shouldn't be on acting in it and, and stuff like that, but I'm just wondering, like, is there ever a time where you would be willing to give him another shot? And then, I guess part two of that question is, is that a John Cena thing, or is that a bad actor thing? Like, is there any actor who you're like, this guy sucks, should never be in acting but that you'd be willing to give another shot to down the road. Um, just curious about that. Oh, God, Siri's talking to me. I think she heard me say a bad word. Um, John Siri? I was wondering if you'd ever, you know, give uh, someone a second chance like that. And then uh, listening <laughs> to the uh, finish cast last week, and Pete and TM have a friend who knows Tommy Lee. Pete, I feel like every single episode of the binge cast, you've got this, like, super crazy story about your life. You're on fucking warp Tour. And had LASIK, and now you know a guy who knows how to do it. What the fuck's going on, man? You got fucking crazy shit going on in there. Anyway, uh, yeah, what's what the details it? on that? Look us up. Until next time, stuff Baba Doo. All right. Um, yes. LASIK and knowing Tommy Lee. Yeah. Did the same boat. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know Tommy Lee. Uh, Tom and I both have a uh, third party friend that. Well, he's just part of our musician group, and he toured with Tommy. He's in another band with Tommy Lee. Yeah, the Methods of Mayhem band. He's the lead guitar player. If you go to... Look it up on YouTube. They played on all the show. Letterman. Letterman. He's the Mohawk. Tiny Mohawk guy. Yes. In that band, Tommy Lee plays bass, right? Or am I wrong there? I have no idea. I don't know, but... I think Tommy Lee plays bass and sings in that band. He does sing. Yeah. But I did talk to our friend today and asked him if he's watching Pam and Tommy. So you're going to have to stick around until TV Roundup to hear his thoughts, if he has any at all. Yeah, I can't wait to hear this. He he has not seen it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, 
Is there an actor that's be- like I don't like Channing Tatum? He's not a draw for me. I think he's a bad actor. I'm not gonna watch anything he's in anymore. John Cena, same thing. As far as giving chances, very similar looking humans. They're very swollen. Like they both look like they can have cauliflower ear, and I don't want to see them. <laughs> So they both look like if Mark Wahlberg had an allergy to a, to a bug bite. <laughs> Wahlberg, Channing Tatum, and John Cena. Oh, that's not... Come on. We what? like Wahlberg. Do we? Yeah, we're Invincible. How old is that show? I don't care. <laughs> a movie? I don't know if there's an actor that is bad that I'll be like, oh, let me give them another chance, and then all of a sudden they're good. I, I don't know if that can happen. Dave Grohl. Dave Grohl. I'll give him another chance. <laughs> <laughs> the rest of the band? No. I don't know. I, I Yeah, but like I'm trying to think of a scenario where I watch something, oh this per this actor or actress is terrible, seen them in something else, and I'm like, okay, they up they up their game and now they can act. Yeah, it's tough because it usually sticks with you. The original bad performance kind of goes with you to the like the next time you see them. That sour taste. Fuck this guy again. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a tough thing, Bruce. That's a great question, but like, I just may be too harsh of a a critic. Where if I see this actor or actress in something and their performance is terrible, I think I bring their or my own baggage with me to that next project. And I also think that I'm sure you can, if you had time to sit here and think about it, you can have situations in your, you know, theatrical viewing career where you would say, all right, I like this guy in this, didn't like him in this, but then he, you know, he came around for me in this one. But John Cena is different. And I think me and you might approach this actor and I'm air quote actor, because to me, John Cena is a wrestler who is trying to act yeah. And it's not working for me. Correct. That's kind of what I don't Same like. Same with me. Now, Dwayne Johnson being another example. Yeah. Dwayne Johnson was somebody that I was into WWF, WWE, when he was at the a top. Res- a wrestler, yeah. And him to go to a movie, at first I was like, oh, this is going to be fucking weird. But that guy has just made it. Ha- he has done it where I don't think Cena is doing it in the same way. Well, I think you nailed something here with the mummy... I think it's two. Mummy two. I forget the name of it. Maybe it's Revenge of the... No, I forget what the name of it is. But he's a CGI character. The Rock. Um, And it's awful. And it doesn't help that he's CGI. But it's not a good performance, whether it's mocap or whatever it is. Scorpion King. Well, no. he He was in something else before that. Oh. He was Mummy Returns. Yeah, that's what he says. He's the Scorpion He's King. the Scorpion King yeah, in yeah. The Mummy Returns. Terrible performance, but it could be the mocap. It could be the CGI. And I'm with you. I wasn't into him, but when a wrestler crosses over, you're just like, come on. This yeah. is just to get eyeballs on the screen, which I understand the studios want to do. But the performance wasn't that good. But then you see him in, I don't know if, Walking Tall or The Rundown was like the next thing where I was like, okay, I, I see this guy as 
Yeah, but he, even you brought up the other guys earlier. We were talking about it, and even then, it's like, all right, there's The Rock. Like he was still The Rock. He was still The me. Rock. Yeah, yeah. But he did all the Fast and Furious movies. That was later. I don't on, watch any of that. Yeah, that was all later on. I mean, listen, I don't think it's got to go any further than Moana. He fucking crushes it. Moana? He crushes it. You're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> it's one of my favorite songs. Chad, talk about a song that pops when I hear it. Fucking The Rock Moana. That's because it's from the... <laughs> I don't hey, care. Hey, the CD's been stuck in my truck for three fucking years. You don't years. have the CD of Moana? <laughs> Would you go to Sam Goody at midnight to get Moana? No, I just ejected it from your MacBook. <laughs> don't make fun of this brick. <laughs> right, who called it? Bruce? Yeah. Bruce, I think that I think the Rock's a good one because of the Mummy Returns. I'm trying to think of like just a straight up actor. Um, what about like Joaquin Phoenix? Have you had like a love hate with him? Because people have had issues with him along the way too. But he does. He's not a bad actor. Well, he, what about his? I'm not there. Whatever. I love that though. Yeah, I know. And I, I hated him. In, his, I hated him in Gladiator, but, but that's, he, a, that's the point. That's the point. Yeah, that's that's a great performance. You got to think of someone that had a bad performance where you're like, this is an awful thespian. Oh, and then all Wesley Snipes. And what? <laughs> I don't know. They're all bleed. <laughs> White man can't jump. He's fantastic. That's yeah, right. That's right. Oh, a Woody Harrelson would be a good example because he's fucking annoying sometimes, and then sometimes he's great. Yeah. Oh man, this is a great question, Bruce. Great question. It's probably like an actor. It's or um, a musician that comes into the scene. Like we said, Dave Grohl. <laughs> well, he's, we'll only, t- he's only done one. <laughs> yeah, which we'll talk about later. We'll discuss if he gets another chance in it. But I feel like as far as the actor goes, I don't know. You know what? Fuck it. John Cena is the worst I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> I, I can't, can't believe we're still talking about I John Cena. I can't stand it. He's getting way too much air time right, on this Last network. voicemail. It's an unknown caller. Oh. Here we go. Damn, John. Okay. I know who this is. This is Al- <laughs> That was Alex. And he said, damn, Dawn. Now, Dawn is a... Um, Real estate woman that he sees on the billboards when he's driving on the highway, and she's always decked out with blown out hair and probably like this a is pink. in Chicago or here in Chicago, okay. <laughs> pants suit and all. And he teases his wife, pretending she's a hot looking piece of ass <laughs> on the billboard, and goes, "Damn, Dawn, that's there that's the joke." Sorry, Alex, I I had to blow up your spot. I Damn, didn't want to. I did not want to leave. We have Rob sells NJ. He's everywhere. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) We got some guy in our town with a bulldog in his phone. Oh, good for him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Making millions. Should we get to uh, Teeves? Oh, that's the voicemail? That's it. Oh, yeah. (laughs) 708-406-9546. Give us a call. Leave us a voicemail. Leave us a review. Leave us a game. Leave us something. That was great content. Thanks, Alex. We're 40 minutes in, Tom. We are. Oh, wow. We're a quarter of the way into this show. We haven't even done a segment yet besides gigs. Oh, that's funny. Let's do some TV. Again, I have a West Side Story. Unbelievable. uh, For each uh, segment, but we'll start off with a... No, I'm off here. TV roundup. Law, we're breaking down. Just give them time. TV roundup. Miranda's such a drunken dick. This is why. Shit. Look at it. 
Roundup TV, Roundup TV, Roundup TV. We'll talk all the shows, Roundup TV. And I'll never watch the Peacemaker show. Ba 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 ba. All right, TV. Wow. Roundup, everybody. Oh, boy. Tom, you started a new show this week. I did. Uh, I'm going to just run through a few things just to blast through them. Uh, there was no South Park this week. Uh, they took a week off, so next week we'll get a new South Park. I am still watching a uh, single drunk female, the, um, the girl who's going through sobriety and trying to live her life. Working through that, it's still a good show. That's on Hulu or I want to no, it's not Peacock, something else. But it's on Hulu, um, and that lead is from Clifton, which is we're gonna have a Clifton theme tonight. By the way, yeah. um, a town that I grew up in. Uh, her Whoa. her brother used to Bruce. I'm sorry, you called me out. Her brother used to work for me at a store. I was substituting at this high school. She was. Um, a student there. You okay, Tom? Shawarma. Tom is fucking burping up a storm. Oh, man, we are running out of bruises. I'm just trying to take care of the Jim Law's absence here. <laughs> I got law I got law right here, if you want to hear him. Here we go. That was deep. Oh, so fucking deep. Come on. Listen, listen to this. Listen to this. Also this. No! Cancel! Uh, anyway, <laughs> Single Drunk Female is good. Uh, if you if you got a significant other, I think it's a good couple show. Again, I'm watching um, South Park, but obviously it wasn't on this week. Uh, I am watching Pam and Tommy. You are not yet, Tom, right? I tapped out after the opening scene. What were we was? Yeah. The old Borat says. What happened yes. there? Um, I've been listening to you talk about it for a couple weeks. Uh-huh. And I checked in on it. I watched the opening scene where he's building the bed. Yeah. Seth Rogen. Seth Rogen's yeah. building the bed. They're banging upstairs. And then Tommy Lee comes down. And that... I just checked. But when they when they drove out of the driveway in the car together, I shut the TV off and said, okay, I get it. I don't have the patience for a, a show now. Just because I was just I don't have a lot of time. And I don't have a patience for a show that's going to be the like a hard... It's going to be like a crime story. I get that vibe. Exactly. Right the, I just... Falvey said that last week. He's yeah. dead on with that. Yeah, and I, I, just, I just was like, something else. I need to try something else. So I checked it. You're not wrong. I'm still watching it, though. Yeah. I'm still watching it. Only for, not even entertainment purposes, for knowledge as far as what happened behind the scenes with this tape. Yeah, the story. Sure. The story. Sure. That's sure. pretty much why I'm watching it. I'm not, I'm not watching it for entertainment. So right. uh, I, reached, I reached out to our friend John. Yes. I'm not going to say what, what is John the Third. <laughs> John the He's Third. Episode, John episode three. <laughs> We're on six, by the way. This is six episodes. Oh, I meant like. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So it's episode six. I reached out, I reached out to our friend John, who um, is in, who is Tommy Lee's friend. Sure, he's been in his band, and I said last week that I'd reach out to him, see if he's watching it, to see if uh, this guy Sebastian Stand is performing the Tommy Lee character correctly. So I said, "Hey, John, I'm watching Pam and Tommy. I just want to know if this guy is nailing." The performance of Tommy Lee. He goes, 
Is this a show or a movie? <laughs> <laughs> so I, clearly Tommy Lee ain't talking about it either. Uh, apparently, I have no idea if Tommy Lee signed off on this and Pam... Well, Pam did not. Did not. Okay. Right. Um, that's news to me. So, yeah, apparently she was like, I have nothing to do with that shit. And then, it, like, from what I've heard, you can speak on this, they make her look like an angel. They do. So, like, she's got no reason to be upset about it, it sounds like. But she comes off. To me, it's just so weird that this type of a show is airing when these two people are still alive. Then again, I just watched Dope Sick with the Sacklers, who are also all Correct. Yeah. (laughs) So. Um, Pam and Tommy is still, it's still interesting to watch because. This is 10 episodes. It is. It is? It is? Oh, I have no idea. I'm on six. You're on six. So you're current, though. It's either eight or 10. Okay. I mean, they're in the middle of like a, a lawsuit right now dealing with lawyers and stuff, so I don't know. Seth Rogen hasn't been in in the last like two and a half episodes. Really? Really. I don't care. I, I just don't. I don't. I don't see what. I mean, the video happened. I saw it plenty of times. I never did, and that's it. And Law told me that Tommy Lee drives a boat with his cock. Yes. And now my wife is like, "When are we watching this?" <laughs> Watch it tonight after we're done. Recording. And I go, I can go buy a boat at Toys R Us and I can drive that. <laughs> I got a couple boats in here, my kids' toys, and drive those. I got some Tonka trucks I could drive. Yeah, it's it's an interesting it's an interesting topic for a show. I don't I don't think I cared enough about it. Yeah, I don't know. That, it's so. like Hugh Hefner's been in a ton of docu series, docu shows. Like he's been in this. He's been in the Playboy documentary. Shows up in the Cosby show. It's like... Oh, wow. Something must have happened. What is this? The volcano Dante's Peak time? Right yeah, now, where yeah, they're yeah. all just like coming out. No pun intended. <laughs> um, I'm still going to watch it. She's great as uh, Pamela Anderson. Like I said, I tried to get information from my friend if, this guy, if Sebastian Stan is nailing the Tommy Lee performance. But my friend's not watching it, so I've got to deal with this caricature of Tommy Lee. Right. Uh, so basically, I'm just kind of into it for the uh, the lawsuit and the logistics and what happens with this tape as far as if Pamela Anderson gets up mad of it. But it's on the internet. Like, what can what the fucking happen? It's out there. Yeah. Is she going to sue everyone that bought it? It's impossible. Like, I don't even know. When was, what is the time period that this happened? This was the 90s, right? It was like when the fucking World Wide Web came into play. So like, it was like the 2000s and stuff, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, I actually had intentions of catching up this week. Okay. Well, this show. I was like, I'll catch up. But you cat. tapped out. But I tapped out right Yeah, now. I love yeah, it. I Wait, tapped- should I play it? Fuck it, right? Well, if you want to, I got something else I tapped out of. Also, uh, let's play. Let's do. I'm tapping out. Okay, oh, it's so smooth. Um, <laughs> who wrote? You know what? Every time I hear "I'm tapping out," I think of you, Tom. You should. <laughs> what else did you tap out of this week? I tapped out of inventing Anna, and that I'm tapping out. Guess what? I tapped out of it before I even saw it. I'm tapping 
what's incredible about that is that you tapped out one minute before <laughs> I did. And here's I why. saw the first minute, by the way. Oh, okay, so we both tapped out at the exact same time. I'm tapping out. I have the full song here, by the way. <laughs> Say But that. I have it just <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. You should. Smart. Hey, at least it gets airtime. Um, inventing Anna. Funny enough, this story is a story I learned clicking clickbait once randomly and was doing the next, next, How next, long ago was this? Not too long ago. Maybe a year ago. <clears> and <throat> I read this whole story about this girl. So I know this story. Okay. So one minute was all I needed because between the girl from... Ozark. Uh, Ozark, doing a pretty pathetic Awful. accent. Awful. And I, I'm not attracted to that actress in in any way. So the picture they're trying to paint of her is this like European, you know, socialite. In Welcome to work, man. I'm sorry. It, I could never do like. It's almost a Borat. It's it was bad. Yes. Yeah. Borat does it better. It does. I couldn't. I was like, I can't do an hour of this. And that was like an hour long show, and and the girl, um, I guess it's the reporter who exposes her is from, my girl from Veep and my and girl. my girl, right? So I was like, okay, and I I didn't even get to see her on screen. That's I, all I saw. Yeah, I kind of saw that first minute with you, but um, you know, people come into the shop all the time and talk about what they're watching on Netflix. It's always. Fucking Netflix. It's always Netflix. Always fucking Netflix what they're watching. People are just... It's a fucking black hole. It's like somebody releases something on Netflix and 20-year-olds are like, it's my favorite show. They get 2 million views the first Friday night just because it's there. Because it's on Netflix. It's the only subscription service anyone has anymore. Oh, I don't have Hulu. I don't have HBO Max. I don't got Showtime. I don't got fucking this. I don't got Paramount. I don't got Peacock. That's where it's at. I know, but fuck <laughs> it. Everyone has Netflix, and whatever gets released, it's watched. It's fucking. It's ever since Tiger. I mean, Tiger King during COVID. I know Netflix has been around much longer than that, but it seems like ever since then, every well, single Stranger Netflix Things dropped. was huge as a Netflix. Yeah, and um, Making oh, a Murder. So deep. Yeah, Stranger Things. What was the murder one? Making a murder. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, what's the other one? Well, there was another one that I can't think of. But anyway, so what I was trying to do one afternoon this week was, what am I going to watch for the binge cast? I, Tap out Pam and Ta- Tommy. Tap out. I've been calling inventing it Tam and Tommy. Yeah, the <laughs> and then I went to that Wes Anderson movie on uh, HBO. Uh, Tapped out of that. Well, we didn't get there. What would you want? I'm just saying. It was like okay. three immediate tap outs. I'm okay. out. So I will say that what I settled on that afternoon. Yeah. Was I watched the first episode of a show that you've been dancing around but have not watched. Correct. After Party. Oh. Did you watch it? No. Okay, I did. I watched the first episode. I mean, I'm, there's six or seven episodes now. But I did watch the it first episode. has a lot episode. of episodes, which is making me shy away from the show even more. Well, Bring somewhere... It. Yes! Somewhere in my... AMG searching, I saw 33 minutes, so I threw it on. Ooh. It ended up being 48. Fuck. But I got to tell you, there was one character in this show yeah. that has me absolutely going to episode two, and it's this detective who is just absolutely Who's the detective? hilarious as I delay speak slow to bring up her Oh, name. it's uh, Tiffany Haddish. Yes. No. She- no? I don't know. 
the uh, black woman, <laughs> yeah, 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 Tiffany yeah, yeah. Haddish. Yeah, she's unbelievable. She's unbelievable. So her alone, I'm all about the show. Do you see Bad Trip? The Andre, uh, Eric Andre. Yes, she's in. She's that. in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yes, yeah. Now I remember why I love her. So okay, much. great. Yeah. Okay, this is good. So this she's, is good. And I'm, I'm seeing, too, that she's actually the lead, which makes total sense, because she enters this scene. Okay. I mean, it's like, this is like comedy, big little lies. You have okay. a, a, a murder at a house, ritzy-ass L.A. house, somebody fell off a cliff or whatever. Yeah, Franco's house, right? Yeah. Oh, my God. Dave Franco. He's fucking amazing. Really? Oh, he's, oh you're he's, selling. He's, it's just funny. Like, okay, so... And, and Sam Richardson's the other one. I don't like his mouth. Okay. I get it. <laughs> but he's a fucking tool in this show. I don't like him or Baron Holtz. Oh, yeah. But I love Ben I love Ben Schwartz. Ben Schwartz yes. is my boy. Ben Schwartz from Middle Parks Ditch. and Rec. And Middle Ditch and Schwartz. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. okay. So that's why he was my draw. He was my first draw. He was your draw. Yeah, he was, was my show. first draw. Okay, yeah. that's good. That's good. I was like, Ooh, okay, I saw him, and then Dave Franco looks funny. Yep. And, and I was like, all right, I'll go with this. Okay, same And, and, and um, oh God, this is, I'm so bad when I'm on this show about Talk to me. Like, Talk to me. What do you got? The, uh, yeah. Richardson. Richardson. He's fu- He was funny on Veep, too. Like, Veep. I see, I haven't seen Veep. Okay. So I was like, all right, I'll, I'll, this is what I'll settle on. Now, it's not the greatest thing, okay. but Tiffany Haddish is unbelievable in this episode. This is amazing. Dave Franco is disgustingly hilarious the character he's playing he's a celebrity so the, right? yeah and show. also the girl from uh, oh god I'm gonna do it again uh, Alana Glazer she, yeah she's from uh, Broad City which is a show that I like in. her yeah so that was she was my other draw she was like the female draw okay. so put all that together ensemble murder mystery whodunit and Tiffany Haddish is the Dude, you're selling me. Yeah, okay, I'm, I'm selling me. Remember, I've only seen one episode. There's six or seven out there, but I would say, and I'm, I'm even torn if I say to the wife, right, watch this first episode with me. I liked this, but I liked it. You know, it's like kind of one of those, I'm going to go along with it. I don't know if I'm ready to recommend it to my mm. wife yet, but it's funny. It's funny. I want to watch it. It's been it? out for six weeks. Is nobody watching it on the show? Like, did Jack? Jack wasn't watching it. I don't know. The only thing I knew of this show was you, for the last four weeks, saying, I'm not ready to start after party. <laughs> I have I'm like, I'll it's, watch it for It's him. in my notes. Okay. It's in my notes. Pretty it's just good. sitting there, yeah. the after party. Um, there's a lot of shit in my notes that I have not started yet, but I, I think I'll start this one because you vouched for it. Um, I vouched for the first episode. So that's all you. That's gotta, all I that's need. That's all you need. Yeah, that's yeah, all, that's all I you need. need to get. And you are jumping into it for the same reasons that I would jump into it. Right. The same. Lana Glazer, Ben Schwartz. Um, the fact that Haddish, the, fa- yeah. the fact that Tiffany Haddish is your oh my. main entertainment. Oh my god. Then I think I'm in. Not that I'm saying that she was a uh, and her character's story, which is just like set up on a phone call as she's approaching the the scene, the yeah. crime scene. Just you just know something big is going to happen with her character. Okay, it's here. really funny. Speaking of crimes, did you watch Murderville yet? I didn't, dude. I think you're going to love it. I know, but you know why I didn't watch it is because I I knew that it was you've watched it out of order, and so I was like, all right, I'll watch the newest episode. Okay, and there wasn't one. There's still only six, 
So I didn't bother watching Six it. Six is it. That's it. Yeah. Yeah, so I didn't bother. But start from one. Yeah, well, I'll do it now, Conan but I didn't do it for this week. Yeah, Conan's the first one. I think, you, I think you'd like it. Do okay. you like Will Arnett? Yeah, he's fine. Then you'll have a great time. Yeah. And you know the premise, right? Yeah. Okay. You're yeah. going to love it. Anyone out there? Yeah, I hear it's great. It's going to say murder talking. party. Uh, <laughs> After murder, and murder party. Get on those two shows. They're fucking amazing. Murder party. I'm going to come up with a new show. Oh, murder dude, let's party. Start it tonight. It's a whodunit, but improv. <laughs> it's genius. Right? <laughs> Do you have anything else from. Oh, wait. We have the big one, right? Or is that it? We have the big one, and I've checked out from. Let's let's do from. Okay. Let's do that. All right, three episodes are out. I only caught the first one. Okay. So from is from executive producers of Lost. So but not I just Lindelof. Heard, no, not, not Lindelof. It was um, Bender. Yeah. Yeah. Jack just I just heard Jack tap out. Jack. Um, ben. <laughs> so Harold. <laughs> Harold. Perinu, yeah, Perinu. He yep. is Michael. Yep. Walt. Walt. Okay. So he's the main guy. Now, anyone out there that's watched um, the affair, there is uh, Catalina Sandino. Whatever. I can't stand this. What this actress? She's bad on the affair. Uh-huh. She's bad on this show. There's, there's a lot of actors on this show that my wife and I kept looking up who they are, and there are a lot of um, soap opera actors and, and uh, Hallmark actors. Oh, gross. Yeah, it's weird. It's gross. Weird. It's weird. Well, I like this guy, though. E- the, this guy. He's from Band of Brothers. Um, Eon Bailey. Oh, okay. He's from Band of Brothers... Yeah, he he's, plays a pretty significant role in this show. Okay. Oh, yeah, we were ripping on him, too. Oh, is he, is he bad in this? No, he's just... We didn't, we didn't know who he was, so we were trying to figure it out. <laughs> okay. All right, so... What is this about? What is this show about? Okay, this show is about a town where once you arrive, you can't leave. And at night, you have to be in your house with a... Like a medallion or like a symbol of some sort hanging by your front door so that the monsters don't get in. Like the village. Yeah, it's very similar. Okay. First scene is a little girl getting killed by one of the monsters. Just an old woman that knocks on the window and says, hey, how about you let me in? And the little girl's stupid, opens the window, and she's eaten. And they get gutted. Oh! It's pretty graphic. Okay. Okay. What is this? This is epics? Yeah, it's on epics. Epics. Yeah, there's cursing and stuff. So, I didn't go into this with much excitement or hope. I just wanted to do something new for the show. I and love your I dedica- always have trust in Lost. Love your dedication. And I know I wanted Michael. to hear Michael scream, Whoa! Does he scream Whoa in this? Oh, there is a scene 25 <laughs> minutes in where he yells, and it bought them another episode for me. I'll tell you that. No way! Yes, it's him at peak anger. Yes! And I was like, yeah, so he plays the sheriff of the town. Okay. And he walks around with like a suit jacket on, no badge. And is he is he saying, "Hey, everyone, put your medallion on your door"? No, he's saying, "Everybody, go home." Like, so he, he knows walks up the streets up. at like five o'clock and rings the bell and says, "Everybody, get home. everyone has to go home now. You're going to die if you don't." So he knows something. Yeah, they all, every, everyone there in the town knows. No, but it seems like nobody 
in the town is from the town. From. They've all adro- yeah, they've all arrived, right? All right? I'm not gonna really spoil too much. They're all implants. Is that what they're called? Transplants. Transplants. <laughs> so, <laughs> so Elon Bailey is that Elon? It's E I E I O N Eon Bailey. Eon Bailey. He arrives with his family because they're off the highway. Things are going down. Yeah, How that last sixty? Take it away from me. So he arrives. Ugh. They pull in like they're off the highway. They're looking for the highway. They arrive in this town. Ugh. They run into Michael from Lost, and they, he says. <laughs> They're like, how do we get out of here? We just want to find the highway. And he goes, yeah, just go that way. You'll find it. This is basically the trailer. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So they go out. They drive they for 15, back. 20 minutes. They come right down the they same road. Right and they're like, well, what the fuck? You must have made a wrong turn. Go back. Go again. Uh, he gets out. That's, they're trapped, basically, is the premise. So, so Michael doesn't, Michael from Lost. No, they let him, they basically, everyone in the town has gone through exactly what they're about to go through. And he doesn't tell them, listen. They say, everybody's got to go through it. In order to it's, understand, what is this a fraternity? <laughs> <laughs> what do you got to do? Military grade push-ups in a basement in four inches of water? Hey, listen, yeah, you know, we all do. We all eat goldfish at some point. <laughs> yeah, so that's that's like what it sets up. Um, okay, so one episode in, I'm in. We're going. We started. I saw half of episode two before we went oh. to sleep, so I was still into it. You vouch for this for the binge listeners. For now, I would give it a shot. Yeah. Yeah, I just, I mean, there was, there was a funny, I, mean, I think I was looking on IMDb and I'm like, what is the deal with this show? And like the, it was all the advertisements were advertising Michael and I'm like, what is the push here for yeah, this yeah. guy? I mean, he's done That's nothing right. since nothing. lost. You're right. So that had me worried. Yeah. Why are they, <laughs> really? why is he the draw? Correct. Um, but so far, so I would just say after one episode, so far, so good. I'm into it. I'm, I'm certainly into is it. Is he okay in it? Do you think they should? I think he's great. I they, love it. Okay, him. I was yeah. going to say, should I, they I think it's strange bigger? what he's wearing, but I don't think he's really the sheriff. You the know? tutu think, doesn't work for you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just waiting for Walt to what show up. What is he wearing? You know, it's great, too, is he's got a son in the yes. show. Yes. He's a very good relationship His name's not Walt? No, I wish it was. Is it Salt? No. <laughs> DeWalt. Better call Salt. So wait, what is he wearing that you don't like? He's just walking around in jeans and a bl- like a t-shirt and a blazer. He looks like he just came out of a business casual. But he's a, co- he's a sheriff? He's the sheriff. He's a sheriff. Does he have a badge? Nope. His huh. deputy does. Who's his de- Who's the... Do we know who that actor is? I have no idea. Who is. Fantastic. Yeah, yeah. That's just, he doesn't have wearing a jersey with his last name written on it. No, no. <laughs> But your guy, yeah, so you're, so Eon, yeah, Bailey, he's the guy that comes in, so he's losing his shit because he doesn't know what's going on. Yeah. His wife is the woman from the affair that I can't stand. So yeah, they have kids or is it just... There's two kids with them. There's two kids with them. Yeah, yeah. So they have to deal with this new town. Yeah. Basically. Well, they're trapped. They can't get out. Hmm. But that's as far as I'll go because that's not the whole episode. Okay, good. Leave yeah. it at that. That's yeah. a good intro. Yeah, I think it's. I think it's. So far, so good. You know, little bits of monsters, monster show. It feels like village. It feels. Yeah, I don't, they're not, I don't think they're zombies. I don't know what they are. There's Could a lot be monsters of though. Yeah, I mean they're in human form. Oh, in, at and night. they only attack at night after. Yeah. A certain time. It's basically, right? it's basically like if you're outside after dark in this town, you you're 
your organs are eaten by. And what was the doubt the medallion again? What did that signify? It's just something they all have by their door that they believe protects them. Oh, okay. So like if that's hanging on the door, they the beings out there that it will kill won't seems to like keep them at bay. Keep them they won't attack the house. Yeah. That's that's the Okay. Yeah. So I don't think zombies would I don't think it no, would abide not, by no, they're that. not zombies. I mean, before they attack you like nasty ass beasts, they're just a like one was a grandmother. Oh. They talk like humans. They they walk like humans. Could be, oh, I like this. Okay. Yeah. After party. I like from. it. Yeah, after party, I think you think might be Okay. Yeah. All right, these are two shows now. I got to fucking watch you fucking son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still watching Pam and Tom. All right, let's talk about this last one. Ah, uh, yes. Severance. Yes. Three episodes have aired so far. How far did you get? Three episodes. You're, you're deep. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah this is appointment TV right now. Yes! Yeah. This is fucking great television. Yes. I'm having a fucking great time with this show. Um, Adam Scott, fantastic. Fantastic. John Turturro. Fantastic. Can't get any better than Turturro. Um, Christopher Walken. Just Walken. for fun. Patricia Arquette. Oh, my God. Who doesn't want them with a ribbon? That guy is yes. fucking fantastic. Beanie. Beanie. Everyone, all the players are fantastic. I love the setting. I love the visuals. Ben Stiller, who is directing all this. I don't know if he's directing all of it or the first episode. He's or done the first three. He was director of this last one as well. Fucking yeah. everything looks yeah. amazing. I love the story. I love the idea. I brought this up on the Office Space commentary because Peter brings it up. In office space, when he's talking to the psychiatrist, says he says, "Is there a way you could just knock me out when I'm at work, so <laughs> yeah. I don't know that I'm there?" Yeah. That's this show. <laughs> That's exactly what it is, <laughs> and it's brilliant. Yeah, and I'm having a great time with it. We don't know what their job technically is. We don't know. Well, I guess by episode three, we know a little bit more as far as. Some out outsideies. Oh yeah, that's what we'll call them. Yeah, what do they call them? In, innies and outies. I think it's innies and outies. Innies and outies. The show's basically about belly buttons. <laughs> that's how I think it too. Um, I I recommend this show. I think the show oh, is fucking fantastic. Uh, this uh, it's being compared to Mr. Robot a lot, and I think okay. maybe in vibe, but I, I already like this show better. Okay. Um, one thing Jack said I would not really agree with, but my only complaint is when they keep walking in the white hallways, it's like, how many, how far do we have you're, to you're walk? Right. I think they want to show you, because the, there's well, a Petey's map. Well, has got the map, right. There's a map that has been drawn on a piece of paper where it shows Twice you. now. It's like, that Ze- it's like having a Zelda map. <laughs> I got my right? Nintendo power. Like, I'm trying to get to the bathroom at work. I can't get there. How is the friggin' there? So I'm making a right, a left, hidden door, left, right, right, left, left. Yeah. I think that's what it is. I think that's what they want to show you. It's not as easy as it is to just get to the exit. Right. Yeah, and you don't just, they don't know where they are. They're, they're in their department. And there's apparently, they talk about levels too. So there's definitely yeah. that as well. Yeah, I don't. I, this show is fresh right now. Three episodes. If you haven't watched it, you gotta watch. I think everybody, most people that listen and probably have checked this out. Hope if you so. haven't, you have to. So I don't want to do too much spoiler here, but I will say, 
the most intriguing character at this point has got to be Patricia Arquette's character. Fantastic. I mean, her well, living we do next know, to him. By that third episode, we know a little bit more as far as... <clears throat> what I learned about her in the third episode is that she's not severed. Because I wasn't sure if she had well, gone through the yeah, process. Yeah, that's not spoil. Right? Well, it's not really a spoil. I think it was kind of obvious, but... Yeah. Yeah, there's something strange about her as an Audi. What's great about her as an innie is you almost think she's um who I don't want to spoil that either, but there's there's more to that le- level of Oh, right. I know what you mean. I don't like her, where she is in the company. Yeah, I don't yeah. want to spoil that either, which is makes it even better. You're like, "Oh, she's Oh, okay. She's not who I thought she was inside. Right. Which is great. Yeah. Yeah. I'm having a fucking Yeah, blast this one this one's it. real good. Um Yeah, I love the dynamics of the four of them in there. Hearing a little audio tick. Don't worry about it. No, nah, that was just myself. By the um, way, oh good, you had uh, I thought that the uh, bingo was hilarious in this oh, episode. My, my wife and I, by the way, we do that when we go to family parties. <laughs> I think you're going to say Super Bowl parties. <laughs> no. <laughs> Any family party that we don't want to go to, we make a bingo. Oh, it's so funny. We, well, it's not a bingo card. It's more of a drinking game. Like if we go, oh, if Uncle so-and-so says right, this, right. we drink. Or if Cousin so-and-so does this, we drink. Yeah. Because... It just makes the, the day better. What is it called? The, uh, what's the name of the episode? Was the, the, oh God, the, the, the something, something wing, the, pro, I can't think of it right now. This is, this, oh, what? Perpetuity wing. The Perpetuity. Oh, that was the name of the episode? Yeah. Okay. And, and, um, what's the, what's the other, the mustache? Oh, this is why I suck when I'm on this show. Mustache. Mustache. Totoro? Totoro. Oh, him oh. in this episode. His he, pride in the company. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Don't what you cool. disrespect the founders <laughs> of several... He and is every time fucking Everyone fantastic. you walk up to, the, all the statues speak and stuff. Yeah. Now, the main guy, the main statue, yeah. looks familiar to me. We're going to see that actor. Ooh. I, I, don't, I don't know who it is because I can't think of anybody actor's name. But he didn't look familiar to me. No? So that's uh, interesting. That's okay. interesting. I thought I recognized him. <clears throat> but oh. this is a must-watch, people. I don't know what else to say. Yeah, I totally recommend Severance. Tom, I also wanted to bring something up to you. Uh, I have it in my notes. The exterior of this building when Adam Scott walks out, Homedale. Right outside. PNC? The- yeah, it's over there. Wait, it's literally it's there? It's in Homedale. The building. Oh, stop. Swear to God. Oh, my God. You hear this, Bruce? <laughs> Who is Jersey, bro? Where's Bruce now? Because we're because you're involved in everything. Oh, okay. <laughs> you play, because you played Warp Tour at PNC. I played Warp Tour, but it's not at PNC. It's a building in oh, PNC Homedale. is a Homedale. It's yes, all, yes, 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 yes. <laughs> no kidding. But I'm gonna go. My parents live past Homedale. Yeah. At the end of March, I'm gonna go do a fucking scout location. Oh my god, my brother lives next to Homedale. I know. Bank. I'm going too. Holy yeah. crap. Yeah! That's where they filmed the exterior of this fucking wow. building. That parking lot and everything. It's, ba- it's badass. Looking. Fucking cool looking. Recommend Severance. That's the sh- that's the hot show right now, I think. Hey Amen. Best, best, best thing I'm watching. Ben Stiller, Adam Scott. Obviously, they were uh, together in the movie Walter Mitty. He worked with Patricia Arquette in uh, 
flirted with disaster in the 90s and Escape from Dana Moore show. Moore, yes. Uh, with Benicio Del Toro and Paul Dano. Uh, who else is in there? John Totoro. I don't know if they worked together. I'm trying to think if Stiller and Totoro worked together. But Walken and Stiller worked together in Envy. So he picked... He's, yeah, he's, the walk-in department is so interesting right now. Very after, interesting after that right one now. interaction in that and moment. the way that, that the little sh- guy was acting towards him. Yeah, like, oh, you like, fucking hated yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, that threw me for a big loop. I love, I just love the camera work in this. The cinematography of the show is fucking. Yeah, I love it so much. Uh, that's that's the hot show right now. Um, that that that's the best show on TV right now. Yeah. yeah. Right, hundred yeah, percent. You're watching After Party. Yeah, but I'm not watching like like the Gilded Age. It's like the HBO thing going on right now. I can't. Bring is that myself. the pirate show? The Gil- a- no, the Gilded Age is like um, high society Manhattan in the early 1900s or something like that. I don't know. Wait, I got a sounder I- for that. <laughs> <laughs> no, but there's a. I think this weekend there's a pirate show from Taika Waititi. Like a comedy pirate of the Caribbean Hit show. That for me, right? Oh, really? I'm in. I'm, <laughs> I'm doing it. Well, I don't have to be on the show next week. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna watch that show. I don't All know right. what it's called. Let me know how that is. I'll listen to the year. I think you'll like it. I vouch for it. All right, that's t- that's TV roundup. Uh, I think next week. Well, you forgot about um, oh, Top Level Chef. Next Level Chef. Uh, we're not. I, <laughs> next week, I don't know if it's a movie or we're gonna call it TV, but. The Larry David story. Oh, I can't wait. Documentary? That's movies, right? Well, yeah, it's a documentary. Where did you put the Super Dave documentary? Probably movies. Yeah, it's a movie. I like to put more things in movies. No, it's a documentary. A documentary. Unless you're watching 15 episodes of it. But sometimes Netflix will have... Like a 30 for 30 is a series, right? Right. But is that movies or is that TV or the? Um, they're all almost two hours long. I think those are right. They're feature length documentaries, so they're films. Yeah, like you saw the hockey. Uh, yes. Right. Would that I put that in movies? Yeah, that's a movie. I put that in. Yeah, movies. yeah. Okay, fuck off, everyone. Well, what about uh, Crime of the Century? Two part documentary, two hours in length each episode. Right. So what's that? <laughs> That's that's because they call it they call it episodes. Yeah, that's the thing. And then they have the ratings on IMDb. It says like TVMA. So is that automatic? But I just put it in movies because it's over an hour and a half. It's a solid docu. Yeah. So it's a, yeah. That <sighs> that documentary was fucking amazing. By the way, that blew. Did you finish Dopesick? I did. Yeah. Do you want to uh, rate the show? I'll give it a rating. Nine on ten. Nine on ten. <laughs> it's unbelievable. Very depressing. Keaton, but he was unbelievable. He was unbelievable. You, you, you think he's gonna be? First of all, you think Keaton's gonna play a villain, right? Yeah. He's not. He's the fucking nicest guy in the world. And then his arc oh is fucking God. unbelievable. Unbelievable. Like you don't even think of that when you think Keaton. That's an actor where you're like, well, he just blew me out of the water because I thought he was going to play something else. What was he? He was in a trailer. Um, were, uh, well, we'll get to it because I'm uh, talking about the trailers in front of the movie. In, okay. so, so yeah, yeah. I didn't see many in front of the okay. movie we saw. Uh, I, I, I remember but the movie. Definitely bring were, that up. Yeah. But it's a Jared Leto's new movie. Oh, yeah. Morbius? Yeah. I did see that. He's in that. Oh. He's in it. Michael Keaton's like, 
you and I should work together more or something. Oh. Says, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Remember someone brought up earlier about a bad actor? Yeah, Jared, 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 Jared Leto. There you go. That's for, yeah, it's Bruce. <laughs> oh, Jared, let go of him. Please, get him out of here. All right, so you saw Crime of the Century after or before. before. Was that, that, that worked for you? Yeah. 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 Great companion piece. Just a terrible story. It's ter- it, The whole story of opioids is horrendous. It's not that far. And the, I mean, it's really still yeah, a part of it, society it, today. It's just terrible. And to learn all that stuff about it, it's just, it's just, oh my God. It hits too close to home. I know people that have gone through it, who've died from it. And you're just like, oh, yeah. it's, it's too close. It's too real life. It's very real life. Yeah. But it's, just a fascinating, fascinating show. I love shows like that. I had said to Jack on Wake and Bake before I had seen it. I said, "Is it this year's Chernobyl?" I and he and he goes, oh, "Too soon, too soon, too soon." Oh yeah. <laughs> he said, "He said that's a good call." And it's just that kind of show. So what is that called? Like like mini series, but it, but it's based on oh. facts, right? So it's like a dramatization of yeah, real. But it's usually like six, seven episodes and yeah, miniseries. Gone. I used to love it when they aired miniseries on TV. Like when we were younger. Yeah, like oh, yeah. CBS miniseries, two-parter. Well, that know? was like The Stand was like that. The Stand was aired like that, yeah. I think there, there was something about space. Uh, forget it. Don't don't make me sit here and think Star about Wars? it. Star Wars? Yeah, let's go right now. <laughs> All right, we got to sign off. Uh, we're going to go on I episode gotta do a nine. I got to pee break, so we'll do oh, okay. we'll do a long pee break, and then I got a new pee break. Yes. All right, here we go. Let's go. There's more. There's more beers. Oh no, I'm good. Long sounder, so that they can fucking pee. Maybe this one will be quicker than the last. I can't remember if the last time he pissed himself for the toilet, but he knows these bottles fill up fast. And it's one more bong hit for Emma. Taking a piss outside with Bigfoot. If you think they need to check the prostate, they probably should. Ba 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 Guess what came next? I guess the liquor makes you pee a little longer Makes your bowels a little softer Now Law's taking surprise Pooch, holy shit, it's been a long sounder Where the fuck could they be? You thought that this piss would be quicker than the last Can't remember the times we had to break for a bourbon. Good or bad, that's the bench cast. I pissed all over myself. And it's one more bong hit for Emma. 
Taking a piss outside with Bigfoot Can you guess where you put a tiny house at? Tiny woods To the uh, new oh my goodness pee break sounder that I made. Where is it? Where are you, fucking bitch? Here we go. Uh, no, that's not it. Here we go. I have to fucking. I have to piss. Oh, pissed up. Do you feel it? So warm and smelly, dripping down your thighs to your knees, and I felt it. Since Google Voice, yes, it's motherfucking time to pee. Or surprise. Boobs, maybe, maybe. Won't you hit the head, okay? I gotta piss too. Ooh, maybe, maybe. Come on! Fit your pants. You know it's time to piss the night away. Yes! <laughs> time. But just watch that urine flow They're on fire Because Jim Long is Canadian And Alex is from Mexico Surprise Boots Maybe, maybe Won't you Hit the head, okay Maybe, maybe Come on, fix your pants You know it's time to piss The night away Time for a pee break The production value alone. I mean, dude, I don't know if you guys heard the mid-tune high five. That was so warranted. Holy shit. Oh, I've been deep into that song lately. Oh, oh, oh wait, wait, hold on. So Law, do you like that song, Law? Do you like that song? That was deep. Oh, so fucking deep. Oh, it's so, good. So, oh. so uncomfortable to hear that sound there in my ears when I'm trying to work. <laughs> All right, let's get to uh, what you want. Oh. Do a what you want sound, and then I got a new what you want. What you want? Here we go. Side story. You come and go. You come and go. What you what you what you watch? What did you watch this week? You drunk asshole. You drunk asshole. Bubba would be shitty if he catches a dick on screen. A dick on screen. Binge media. Well, what did you watch for binge media? And suddenly that flick can suck a baba dick. It's true. 
Binge Media. I hope the film was good for Binge Media. And suddenly, just then, this film's a four on ten to <laughs> me. Binge Media. Oh, my God. Oh, what did you watch? Uh, Tom, I got one, two, three, four films. Um, Whoa. I can do. I've got two of them. All right, so, so let me do, do the do two, two. Let me do the two. We did two of the same. Okay, so two I got. Oh, I got. Oh, I got this. Oh, I got this movie. Uh, I don't. The three-hour one. Oh yeah! Wow. All right, so this movie is called Drive My Car. Now this movie is hot. This movie. Let me pull up its accolades right now. Drive My Car. It's a foreign film. I should have had this up earlier. Sorry. I'm not home. I'm at the sportscast studio. There's jerseys. There's fucking <laughs> cones everywhere. I don't even know how to walk around these fucking things. Cones? Yeah, you gotta do fucking... Oh, my God. Gotta run the combine. Gotta, gotta do essence. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Drive My Car. Foreign film. Hold on. Hold on, everybody. Oh my god, I apologize. I, I, I don't have this uh, up at the ready. Up at the ready, hold on. I think it's up for some academies. Oh god, I apologize. It's so stupid. I wasn't prepared for this. I was more concerned with... Sounders. Sounders. <laughs> my West Side Story Sounders. Okay, drive my car. Uh, Cannes Film Festival, best screenplay. Golden Globe Award, best foreign language film. Uh, I think it's up for... Uh, some Academy Awards. Uh, let me see. Oscars. This this new Oscars that's coming out. It's uh, best achievement in directing, best adapted screenplay. It won, um, or it's nominated for a BAFTA for best uh, foreign language film, best director. So I'm like, all right, what is the hype here? Let me watch Drive My Car. I hear car. I think action flick. I think. Fast and Furious. Baby Driver. Baby Driver. <laughs> I'm thinking this is going to be amazing. So here's the synopsis that's on, on IMDb. Uh, I'm not going to get the uh, character name correctly as far as... Uh, like pronunciation. Pre- yeah. So after his wife's unexpected death, this guy, a renowned stage actor and director, receives an offer to direct a production of Uncle Vanya in Hiroshima. There he begins to face the haunting mysteries his wife left behind. Okay, so he's married to this wife. The uh, relationship isn't going great, uh, but they still love each other, but they still live together. She unexpectedly unexpectedly dies. She is a, a showrunner slash writer. Um, he is an actor and a play director. Um, but again, she dies... And then he goes off to Hiroshima to uh, direct this play with all these actors. God damn it. I don't even know why this is called Drive My Car. Okay, so clearly there's no speed racing, speed chasing, speed nothing. Nothing. So, (laughs) I think it's called Drive My Car is because... I'll I'll tell you the scene, what alludes to this, this title is... He goes to the he goes to work for this play in Hiroshima. There he is hired a driver to drive his car 
because they don't want him to drive the car so he can focus on the play. Okay. So he gets hired this this female driver to to drive his car to and from work and he wants to live an hour from uh the production stage uh so he can run his lines or run the play lines on cassette tape in the car to and from work. Right, right. So he's got an hour commute both ways. An hour commute so he can concentrate specifically on the play so he just gets hired a driver. Hence, Drive My Car is the title. So is the driver a, like, main cog in the story? Nope. (laughs) No? He just drives. Do they just, she she just she talk. Do they talk in the car? Do they develop a relation? Is this like driving Miss Daisy? They develop a relationship in reverse, but not as heavy probably as driving Miss Daisy was. This is just a hired driver, and he just kind of spills his guts to her as far as the problems he has with his wife, problems he has in life, but it's nothing. There is no emotion here. It is a foreign film. <clears throat> I don't know if that's the problem here. With so, uh, are you watching subtitles or? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, hmm. so I, I did this whole thing with subtitles. Um, so his getting back to his wife before she dies. Um, when they have sex, she. Uh, should I say God bless you? Or? Yeah, sure. <laughs> that was a good one. <laughs> when they have sex, she is um, writing a story in her uh, verbally. She is telling a story for um, <clears throat> a story that she's writing. But the only way that she is able to get the story out is by having sex, and it, it makes her think of this story. But she doesn't remember it after she orgasms. So she asks him the next day, did you remember it? Because I need I need the story. Okay. Right? Yeah. So. But then she dies. Well, she dies. But. Uh, How far into the three hours does yeah. she pass away? 15 minutes? Interesting. <laughs> I'm just... I'm thinking Tom had hand on the chin rubbing it. <laughs> well, you know, I'm thinking very, very interesting. I'm thinking three hours. Yeah. I'm thinking hour long car ride. So thinking It's not real time car rides. No, I, know, I, could, I know. I know. I wish well. said it would be one day of work and the movie would be over. <laughs> no, I'm just trying you because you're bringing up the wife the wife's dead, but now you're bringing up a part of her uh, like how she was writing the story. That's how she was well the only reason I'm bringing the story that she's telling while she's having sex is because the story she's telling is more interesting than the movie. Oh, boy. I had a brain fart of why I was saying that. I can't believe you made it to the end of this. Or did you? Oh, I finished this. Oh, wow. I will finish any movie except for Spencer. I did not finish Spencer. <laughs> the Lady Diana yes. uh, movie. I tapped out of that shit. I don't, and that's up for... Awards to her. Kristen Stewart is up for. Jeez, oh, I just couldn't do it. Maybe it was you know, Law always says the timing and everything. Yeah, yeah. I just like couldn't get into it anyway, and I wanted to watch it. But that that story that she's telling when she's having sex, 
is way more interesting than the movie, which sucks. It looks great. I think the acting is great. It's foreign film. But for three hours, it is a fucking boring fucking movie. Ugh. And it is... I was so mad when it ended. I, I just, like... I've seen foreign films before, and I've had emotions, like deep emotions for foreign films, and nothing. I'm looking at my notes. I got nothing. It's just so boring. No emotion from me. Story within the film is more engaging than the movie. Four on ten. Oh, yeah, it's got... God. And it's up for Oscars and stuff. It's up for... It's it's heavy awards, this movie. And listen, I like Parasite. Parasite was a fucking great movie. I don't know if you saw Parasite. Yes, of course. I love that movie. And that's a foreign film. And I watch it with subtitles. That movie had more impact to me than Drive My Car. No, oh, what's uh, The Orphanage is a foreign film. Amazing a Fucking movie. great no, horror movie. There, like, the... You don't have to, like, continuously point out the fact that it was a foreign film. Many foreign films are great. Because normally the ones that we are directed towards are for a reason. It's because they're making waves in cinematic yes. in the world. and. They're up for Oscars, and so you go and watch them. I can't believe you watched a three-hour film and gave it a four on ten. Well, I thought... <laughs> well, I just can't believe you didn't tell... You had two... You had fucking... You had... Let's see here. Six, you had 180 minutes to tap out, bro. <laughs> I did this... I did this movie in three parts, so I, pr- I probably did it... Uh, I probably did it an hour a day. So you gave this movie three episodes when you normally don't give it to <laughs> Was, I did a mini series. That's unbelievable. <laughs> this is, this goes against all things PMC right now. <laughs> and I liked all the actors. All all the actors were great. Did you feel like there was an opportunity for something great if you kept going? And it just like that third sit down. You were like, "What the fuck?" I mean, I'm going to finish it now because I've made it this far. But what the hell am I doing? I just thought there was going to be a a more emotional story for me that. This this guy's wife dies, but you really kind of don't care because of, she does something. You kind of just don't care. Okay. Then he goes on to do this play, and you're like, I don't care about this play. And you, you're you're sick. what is the play? Is it about Hiroshima or is it just? It's called Hiroshima? Uncle Something, where he. See, it's I, I have no idea. It has has no meaning to me. Yeah. There's no meaning to me what the play is. Uncle Vanyo or something like that doesn't mean anything to me. Maybe I'm just ignorant as far as what the play is that I just don't no, know about it. I don't think that's it. No, I just I, I think on behalf of myself and the rest of the listeners, we thank you for <laughs> for doing this so we didn't have to. And it's like, no, if they sweep the Oscars. Oh, forget <laughs> it. Well, last is that even a thing anymore? Sweeping Oscars? No, I mean the Oscars. Like, oh, what movies are actually knows? involved? I don't even understand. Well, <laughs> Bel- I know show. Belfast is, and that's why I saw it last week. Belfast. Okay. That had a little bit more motion than this movie did, and it was less time. Is what the West the West Anderson movie is up for? Is it? I'm asking you. I have no idea. Yeah, I wonder because the way it's presented on HBO Max, I thought oh, that was a big I, that deal. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. How about? Nightmare Alley. Maybe. Big ca- a big cast. Huge cast. Yeah, so yeah. I, I'm not really sure. I honestly haven't looked anything up, but Drive My Car, I saw was up. Yeah, yeah. I think I, I think I may have looked like best movies of... Well, it's probably going to win foreign film, and it's just going to be like, you're going to be like, 
whatever. <laughs> it's gonna yeah, <laughs> it's upsetting to me because you want to like if, if something's nominated, you want to like watch it. That's why I watched Parasite. Obviously, yeah. I'm not watching Parasite because the movie's called Parasite. Well, Parasite was a little more, I think, than just nominations because Parasite was during the pandemic and everybody was talking. No, it home. wasn't. It was before. Was it? Oh, I must Alex, not have watched it till Alex, we myself, Nate. So that was a 2019 film. Yes, because we were in Vegas. So that happened at the Oscars right before. Right before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were in Vegas in February. That yes. won Best Picture. Yes, okay. In February 2022, one mm. month before right. Hell Broke Loose in yeah, America. March 2020, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I think that was just nominated. I remember Alex, I said, Alex, what do you, you want to do this Parasite movie for the binge cast? We were the, I think we were the only two on that, that week. And we're like, yeah, let's let's just try it. And we both came in, I think we did like either an 8 or a 9 on 10. Yeah. With, with, no, with nothing, no one pushing anything down our throats about Parasite. We're like, this is... Let's watch it. It's nominated for a couple things. Let's watch it. Yeah. Same thing with Drive My Car. That's why I threw this on. Most and, year, most normal years, um, that's usually how I prep for the Oscars, right? They drop all the stuff late December, early January. It all counts yeah. for that calendar year, and you, you binge what you want. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's what I did with Drive My Car. I haven't heard anything about it, but I saw it was nominated with a bunch of stuff. I'm like, let me see what this is about. It was not what I thought it was going to be. But I was able to shake that within the first hour. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, let me settle. I can't believe you finished it. Let me sit. Let me sit in the back seat of this car. Let me see where this is going. <laughs> Four on ten. Oh, right. Sorry, everyone. Um, but hopefully someone else out there likes it because well, I, I did not. It. Okay. Obviously, you heard my three sounders. That's side story. I said to my wife, I said, do you want to watch the uh, new West Side Story? She's like, yeah. I was like, yeah, it's two and a half hours long. She's like, no. <laughs> well, because we don't, we don't get to do you two and a half hours. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I did this by myself. I did this in uh, three parts as well. I do this. I wake up about two hours earlier than my wife, so I I go downstairs. I do a little workout. I'm not bragging. I'm not doing fucking. I'm not benching 200. I yeah, do see, a, Pete's looking like Cena across the table. <laughs> don't look at my cauliflower ear. <laughs> And when do you keep bringing up Mark Wahlberg? You got that video, that workout video from Wahlberg. I'm doing that Jane Fonda shit. What's it called? Invincible? <laughs> uh, I wake up, I do like 10 push-ups. That's it. That's my workout. Walk but I get, up, I get up like two hours before my wife, so the, that's when I'm able to sneak in stuff. Not sneak in, but like watch stuff that she's not going to watch. She's not going to watch. Right. It's mostly binge cast stuff. That was driving my car all week. And West Side Story. And I'm like, I love Spielberg. The lead girl, uh, Rachel Z- Rachel Ziegler, I think her yep, name is. Yep. From Clifton as well. I told you I was going to bring up Clifton. I told you I was going to bring up Clifton. She, uh, I'm in Clifton every day. Was born, not born, but raised in Clifton. She went to um, St. Phillips, which was... A few blocks from me, uh, but I didn't go there. But my cousin Justine went to St. Phillips, uh, so there's a tie there, obviously years apart. Um, and this is her first feature, Spielberg, two and a half hours, West Side Story, 
I, I, I remember watching West Side Story as a kid, and I knew, Tom, you probably know all the songs. I knew all the songs. I knew Maria, the sounders, yeah. uh, To Be in America, yeah. Officer Crumkey, you know? Yeah. Like, all these songs, like, I think everyone knows all the West Side Story songs. They are just legendary, these tunes. They are so catchy. I've been walking around the house going, I'm in the man America, I'm in the man of my Fucking amazing. And Spielberg's doing a remake. Listen, I don't understand why he's doing a remake. I get it. It makes sense. We got the rivals between the whites and the Puerto Ricans. It makes sense. There's a, there's a hot time right now. Hot division going on right now. So I guess maybe that's why he did it. Let me tell you. I had a good time. I had a, good time. Right. I had a fucking. There we go. I had a fucking great time with West Side, West Side Story. I've seen the original probably I don't know three to five times. Uh, probably more than that because I knew all the songs. Baby Driver. Baby Driver. Oh, okay. Baby Driver plays. So he speaks. He speaks. <laughs> now cool. a lot of people have problems with him. I've seen a lot of reviews where he's the weakest link within this cast. Um. I want to say I agree with that, but th- I don't think that's, I don't think that's, I think that's the point. He is, he is not in the Jets anymore. He wants to escape that and move away and not live this gang life anymore. So he's going to be a little low key and not want to be fighty fighty with right. the Sharks. And he wants to just be more mature and move on. I think, I I think he plays the part very well. I, I didn't have a problem with him at all. He's got a little sexual assault going on in the background as far as his real life shit. But I leave all that. I separate. I separate while I'm watching this. I, whatever. Right, right. He's, he's, I think he sent a couple dick pics to some underage kids. No Snapchat. <laughs> I don't. I don't know the apps the kids are playing with these days. Well, I mean, if we're gonna give a pass to the characters on Cheer, then we have to give a pass to this guy. <laughs> I think you called it Flappy Bird. I don't know if you remember oh, that. Oh God. <laughs> okay. So West Side Story looks fucking fun. Spielberg movies. This movie looks fucking great. Nice colors pop. He fucking does some amazing crane shots through some like dance routines in the fucking gym. Now is it? Modern setting, or nope. is it? It's back in the oh, yeah. It's like yeah. Yep, that it's fifties, forties, fifties. Yeah, they, yeah, yeah. Those eras. You know those times. Those before. times where things could be black and white, but this is a color. B P C. By the way, before Peter Sedgwick, the songs hold. It's all the same songs, and it the dance. It is fucking great. If you nice. like the original, you're gonna love this. As far as just like an not an updated version, but just like. Yeah, watch it again, but with these people. It's a remake. Or it's like going to a fucking Broadway play. You're not going to get the same people that are in the original play from when it first aired or the movie. You're going to go right. see a fucking Broadway show. You're not going to get fucking Hugh Jackman. And well, if you go see Wicked now, it's not Chenoweth. It's not Judy Garland. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Duh. I got you. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, it's just no, like, that's cool, actually. It's that just this was good. I'm, I'm, this was I'm, fucking great. By the way, a lot of lens flare. Oh, there's, oh, oh, so much lens flare. (laughs) Jim Law, do you like, Jim Law, do you like lens flare? Where are you? Oh, so deep. Oh, deep. 
Oh, so fucking deep in his guts. Oh. Thank you, Jamal. It's so uncomfortable in my ears. <laughs> Why are your ears bleeding? <laughs> anyway, uh, ear flares. Great time with West Side Story. I knew all the songs. I knew a lot of the lyrics. The acting is phenomenal. The girl this is her first time acting in a, a, a movie uh, that Spielberg hired on day one. Rachel... Ziegler, whatever, from Clifton. Shout out to Clifton. Um, fucking fifth. Eight on ten, man. Eight on ten. Nice. I had a fucking blast with West Side Story. I was just looking to see if the length from the original to this what one is, is the it? same. It's off. Uh, this one's five minutes longer. Oh, not bad, Spiel. Not too bad. Not too bad. More credits because there's more effects. That's the same <laughs> You're movie. right. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Costume design is fucking an ass. Yeah, oh my god. Okay, so eight we on ten, nice. Eight on ten, man. Right. I had a great time with WSS. Oh, wow. like Your burps are insane, shawarma. <laughs> Where am I gonna put Shanky's whipping? Oh, I don't know. I just brought it out to look at. I gotta have a sip though. Oh, oh, all right. We'll work on that. We'll work on that. All right. I'll make that happen. Okay. In a second. You and I both have two movies that we saw. Yes. Why don't we start with the non-theater one? Yes, of course. <laughs> so, Tom and I... <laughs> oh, my God. You're getting on me. What? You're yeah, you're right. You're right. That's my bad. That's my bad. It's just... Um, okay, so you and I both saw a movie called Ted K. Yes. This is the um, Charlotte Copley uh, movie about Ted Kaczynski, the, a.k.a. the Unabomber. Yes. Uh, do you have the IMDb up for this? I do. Okay. This is, uh, what, hour 46? Correct. Is it? No, it's two hours. No, it's not. Yeah, it is. Oh, it's two hours. Two hours on the nose. This is two hours. Okay. So, uh... you want me to read it? Yeah, read it. It's an exploration of Ted Kaczynski's life in Lincoln, Montana, in the years leading up to his arrest as the Unabomber. So, basically, it is a dramatization of the Unabomber story told from his perspective based on... So, he was basically living... Him and his brother agreed to live basically off the land, live in the forest. And they built a 10 by 12 hut. Like, it's a house, but it's a 10 by 12. It's like my living room. Like and then his apartment. brother, yeah, then his brother bailed, but Ted continued to live in this house in the woods in Montana. I mean, he had a mailbox, which is weird. Uh, just to it's cut weird you off. he had a mailbox. Well, it's weird that we didn't see him and his brother live together. Well, all they really mention is that his brother helped him build the house. That's I know, but like, says. I would love to see their relationship in this ten by twelve in this yeah. ten by twelve house first. <clears throat> And then his brother leave. Like, I feel like that was interesting. Like, when they when that text came up, I'm like, oh, okay. I want to see these two live together. And right. I want to see the brother leave at some point. Well, I think that, I, I think I can clear this up. I think the reason we don't see that is because this script is based on the findings in the cabin of notes that he wrote when he was living alone. Correct. That's right? the base so of that's this movie. The ba- yeah, that's where they get. That's how they built the script was from reading these notes of him. So basically, we're seeing this guy's last whatever, however many years, it, from his perspective. It's like if anyone's seen the movie Into the Wild with um, yeah. Emil Hirsch. 
it's ex- pretty much exactly like that. Yeah. Except Emil Hirsch becomes a Unabomber. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like you're watching this film and you know what this guy, be- like, you know how this ends. Yeah. The end of this movie was not a surprise. No, this this guy doesn't die in a bus. Yeah. Right, and he also he also doesn't turn half alien. <laughs> oh yeah, so Tom, District Nine, baby, this guy. Uh, I actually, what's his name again? Let's get this Charlotte. right. Charlotte. 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 Okay. So you, I texted Pete like late last week, and I said, oh, I just watched District Nine, thinking I never saw it before, but I know I've seen it before. <laughs> yeah, and what did you think of District Nine? Oh, I love District Nine, and you, I, I loved it the first time I watched it too. I just didn't realize I had seen it before. John Cena? John, no, oh. definitely not John Cena. Now, like did you do you think you saw it around the time the old show watch? No, you... I honestly think this was probably. <laughs> Should there be a cigarette butt? In yes. This? <laughs> <laughs> I just <laughs> I'm drinking a Miller sixty. Well, I just finished my Miller sixty four, and I poured dark booze into my bottle, and it just looks like. It's either I just dipped and spit into my beer bottle. I'll do it too. Or I, um, I guess we should fucking do a selfie pic and put it in the, uh. We'll do it after. Uh, Let's review Studio 60, 60, 60 first. (laughs) No, that's not the right, that's not the right, that's not the right move. We'll get there. Okay, first of all, um. All right, so Ted K. Okay. All right. There's a lot I like about this film, honestly. Now. I just want to start this conversation off because we did we did kind of talk about this over dinner. Mm-hmm. I didn't want that to happen, but I knew my wife was going to. Our wives were there; they yeah. both saw right. it. So I was getting the Shining vibes watching this film with the establishing shots that my wife was talking about. How she was annoyed with them because they were too long. Uh-huh. I will agree with her because the first say thirty minutes of the movie there was a lot of establishing forest shots, mountain shots, Montana. I was into Snowmobiles. that. Snowmobiles. It's kind of like, yeah, yeah, well, the snowmobile thing. But the opening I, of The Shining is the shot over the river. Yeah, that's and what then, I think I kept I kept getting that vibe, mm-hmm. for sure. Um, I'll allow it. I'll allow it. Okay. But yes, the establishing shots were getting very irritating after a while, just because it didn't have to be a two-hour movie. This could have oh, been an hour and oh, a half. They wasted oh. a lot of time with that. But... Oh, I just, there's a lot. I really enjoyed this film. I just thought there was a lot. I just was into it. I don't know. There's just, you know, and I think it has a lot to do with, for me, honestly, I don't get to sit down and watch movies. You did this whole thing in one shot? I did. Wow. I did not fall asleep. Um, But I thought he was great in it. Fantastic. Yeah. Uh, God bless you. Thank you. And God bless you. (laughs) I just was fascinated uh, yeah. by the the behavior of like shooting at the airplanes in the sky and the helicopters and stuff. I mean, that's just fascinating to me. Like, I, but I don't. <laughs> I could get behind oh, his mentality towards society. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. But like the bombing and stuff. I mean, I just appreciate so much his choices of who he bombed for the reasons. Like, for instance, when. He mailed the one bomb, and then he went into the to put in the complaint, the verbal complaint about what was it the power, the, the elect- power, the, yeah, the, the electrical power company. Oh my god, hilarious! And then he ended up bombing it that is place. Kind of hilarious, it's, yeah, in a way. 
So from that aspect of it, I enjoyed it. I just enjoyed seeing this perspective from... I mean, we listen to a lot of true crime in this house. We fall asleep to a lot of Nancy Grace and forensic files and all that kind of stuff. And I just was like, man, this is like, I don't know. It just it just hit the right notes for me. You know, I just, this is just, you know, I'm not going to give it like a 9 on 10 or anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, for the most part, was engaged throughout. I enjoyed his performance. He's uh, fantastic. Yeah, I mean, the phone calls to his family... Uh, just stuff like that. I was just like, like, wow. And the whole time knowing that I know how this is going to end, but I kind of was distracted from that until it actually happened. I didn't know much. I knew, I knew, the only thing I knew really was that sketch. The, mm. the artist sketch of him. I'm like, this is the Unabomber. That's all I know. I don't know how many people this guy killed. I obviously know he got captured. I don't know anything else about this guy. Right. Because we live in this world where there's so much fucking media thrown at us. Who knows what the hell we grasp as far as news. Yeah. And what people take. Some Someone, my dad may know this fucking from beginning to end. I don't. Yeah, yeah. You know, because certainly. of when it happened. We were, too, we were young. Maybe, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. But I just knew this. I knew. I don't know when this newspaper came out, but. Like, I just remember this guy, oh, sure. that yeah. fucking sketch artist of that fucking Unabomber on and, a and, newspaper. And, and, like, the way they portrayed that scene with him looking like fucking that. Because I didn't even think of it. And fucking then they showed the sketch brilliant. after, and I was like, oh my god, I know that shit! Yeah, on, like, the cover of Time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think it could have been tighter. Definitely that. I think it could have been... See, if we we can't go too cheesy because then we're falling into this American crime story version of it, like the Pam and Tommy that Falvey has been talking about. Or yes. like the OJ Simpson trial. Like we don't want to go too too cheesy with it. But I think we can go because th- there there's some things that happen where they're showing Ted seeing things where you're like, is this happening or is this not happening? Oh, yeah. The his fantasies, his mental... F- yeah, yeah, and... I, I could... Maybe, maybe I, I can buy that for a little bit, but, like, I was hoping for more of, like... Not a Silence science of the Lambs type thing, but... I don't know. I feel like there was some... There's a lot of downtime. We see him being mad at a lot of different people, and it's like, I get it. We see him doing... All these different odd jobs to make money to buy parts for these bombs. I get it. We don't need to see every fucking job in real time. Yeah. Like, there's little things that they could have tightened up just a little. Like, it, this shouldn't have been two hours. No. Excuse me. That I agree. Yeah. But I but I had a good time with it. It's It feels a little bit more artsy of a movie than it is a drama film about a murderer. Right. Like, I feel like the... The cinematography is very artsy. Yeah. There's that Jaws pull back, pull, push back. Which which is to a fault for some viewers, like my wife, who got sick of it. She was yeah. like, I get what you're doing, but I don't need to keep seeing this. I think it's I think something happens to people when they go to Montana. Because <laughs> no, like I mean, I'm a big Yellowstone fan. It's been talked about a little bit on the network recently. Mm-hmm. Half the reason I like the show is because of the scenery. Oh, yeah. It's just like a beautiful part of America that a lot of us haven't been to, right? Kind of thing. So, yeah, I mean, I think that they were doing a lot of that. But I think they've stuck to to the writings 
And so, like, the visuals of his fantasies, right? Like, Mm -hmm. that woman who Mm -hmm. doesn't really exist. I mean, because it's discussed how he had, like, no... He basically was a virgin. Like, he never... And he talked to his mom about... He told his mom he kissed uh, two French kisses, his, like, stuff like that. He called it, like... Uh, I tongue, tongue, tongue dancing. Or yeah, something. yeah. He said like, yeah. Uh, <laughs> there's some, he had some amazing one-liners. Yeah, yeah. This guy's, this actor, oh, fucking fantastic. What else has he done? We know. Besides that, besides the, the district, <laughs> can't wait for district. He guy. was in. I think he was in Elysium with Matt Damon. He plays a villain. I think in Elysium. Uh, but fucking fantastic actor, Charlotte. We all know him on this network, the BM network. Yeah. Um, I just, I just was missing. I just needed the art, the artsiness. Air quotes artsiness yeah. out of this movie, and I needed a more direct psychological thriller. I think right. is what I wanted. And I think I, maybe that's my fault for going into this thinking I was getting a psychological thriller. I got a psychological drama. Yeah, from the. I mean, if it, if this was just a straight on Unabomber psychological thriller, it would have probably landed real well. But it wouldn't have been from his perspective. You could take all that fantasy stuff out of it because you're not basing it on his writing, right? Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, this movie, I, I definitely finished it up and I was like, I need to deep dive the Unabomber now. Now no. that I have this, like, I mean, because like you said, I remember the picture, but yeah. I don't remember, like, I remember the, the OJ stuff. Correct. Right? So, yeah, I want, now I want a two hour document. I want a crime of the century documentary on the Unabomber. I want to go back and do all that. Yes. Know? Yes. So, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I, I'm with you there. I understand. I mean, I think our ratings might be a little different, but I think overall we come away from the film thinking, just needing more for for even if it's for different reasons. Yeah. All right. What's, yeah. What's your rating on this? I mean, I would just give it a seven. Okay. Yeah. I'm gonna go six. Right. That's what I expected. Because I think I went into this as a like I said a psychological. I wanted a psych- psychological thriller, but I got a psychological drama. Yeah. I think that's that point, that one point that br- that could have brought my six to a seven, where I thought it was just a little slow. Sorry, <laughs> a little. Is that a snowmobile I hear? Nah, it wasn't four minutes long. <laughs> it was a little slow. It was, I don't know. I think, like, I was thinking I was gonna get like Zodiac, like yeah, something like yeah, that. I feel yeah, there was Zodiac vibes here too. Summer of Sam, like something. Yes, and I didn't get that. We got a deep, like you said, a deep dive, and we're we're spending two hours with Ted. We're not spending, we're not we're not spending two hours hunting Ted. We're spending two hours in Ted's with Ted. Yes, so like yeah, that's for sure. And hopefully, the listeners. That's that's the show. Well, that's what you're getting. That's this. That's the binge cast. We're. If you haven't seen this yet, hopefully you take our reviews. This is a psychological drama. His notes, his diary. Yeah, we're in his head for two hours. It's not a chase, right? So if you can go into that, like I, I texted you a couple lines into going into Studio Six Six Six. I don't know if that helped you or not, but. 
it just to lead into somebody into a film or a show can help. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, perspective going in. Perspective going. It's in. not spoiling anything. It's just saying, hey, these are the these are the groundworks of what you're about to witness. Right. Hopefully, this helps you. And we're gonna find that out. I'm gonna hopefully. So we'll talk about I can this. tell yeah, you. I can't wait for this. I delete texts because I'm an OCD addict. Hopefully, you save my text. I could. You could. Oh, I'll read it. You could read. I it. have it. Okay. All right. So I gave Ted K a six. You gave Ted K a seven. All good. We're gonna move on to the theatrical film of the week, <laughs> Studio Six Six Six. This is the Foo Fighters horror. Movie that was theatrical exclusive, mm-hmm. not even streaming. This is unbelievable. Not on Netflix. Not on Netflix. Where it should have not been. on Hulu. Not on Paramount. Not on HBO. Not on. Showtime. I can't believe they didn't start their own network just to screen this. Foo TV. Yeah. No, really. Fulu. All right, you text me early in the week. Okay. Do you think you can get to the theater to see the Foo Fighters horror film? We didn't have a lot of time. And I'm literally looking at my phone going, what in the hell is he talking about? Because I knew it was only in theaters. No, no. I didn't know the movie was coming out. So I (laughs) type it in IMDb. Yeah. I see the screen cap of Grohl and... The band. Oh, Taylor and Hawkins. Taylor Hawkins, and I'm just like, all right, I'm gonna do this. Like, okay, this seems, I appreciate. Yeah, I'm like, well, that. this seems quite appropriate for Pete and I hosting this show. Let's do some food singer fighters. drummer. Yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> Shanky's whip, by the way, delicious. Is it out in America yet? Yes, it is. All right, everyone, go get. Shanky. You're drinking it in America right now. <laughs> well, you had like first dibs on this. I do. Shanky's whip. Shanky's w H I P. Shanky's whip. It's go a black get... Irish whiskey Can't with. Say that. Uh, I know it's a little racist. <laughs> no, it's black Irish whiskey with some notes of with some hints of vanilla and other uh, sweet spices. It tastes it's like delicious. It tastes like birthday cake. It does. Yeah. Like it's... a vanilla cupcake. Yeah. A little light on the proof, but it's friggin' delicious. Oh, goddammit. Come to right. my bar. I'll give you a sip. That's right. So, Out of my belly Pete button. sends me this tech, because I, I vowed to not watch a trailer. I didn't look into the film at all. All right, Cupka. Just because you're on Wake and Bake with no, Bob no, Ross. No, 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 no. I just felt like... <laughs> By the way, I'm love the episode of Wake and Bake with Bob Ross with Cupka. Nice. That yeah. was a fantastic episode. I listened to it on the plane. Had a miserable experience. You guys saved my ass. Thank nice. you. Nice. Thank you. Yeah, we had, uh, we've had some good uh, reviews on that show. Great show. So here's a Pete, and this is today. Now, I've already seen it. I'm sending screenshots of the theater seating chart to Pete, showing him that my wife and I are the only two <laughs> tickets bought. We were mm-hmm. the only two in the theater. It's our first theater experience since COVID. <laughs> what and, was the movie? Do you remember the movie before? Don't kill yourself. Well, we saw Joker. I don't know when that was. That was 1997. No, I'm <laughs> I don't know, though. I mean, I can't. Did Joker come in the last might one? Have been the last one, yeah. Okay. So the, Pete's text says, just think 80... And I didn't need this from you, by the way. The tickets were bought. But you wrote, just think 80s horror, bad, fun dialogue, and eh, acting, and you'll have a good time. Okay. So I, I already, you've already brought me down one level, which is for the best. 
I didn't want you to get your hopes up for an epic film. I just didn't know what I was going into, but I didn't care because it was for the binge cast. So I was like, regard if I hate this film, I'm going to have a platform to yeah. talk about it. Yes, yes, right? yes, yes, yes. Like, yeah, so... I want to say one thing, and then I'm going to let you go. Go ahead. I just want to say that before I talk positive or negative at this film or about this film at all, I will say a lot of laughs were had in the theater. And I think that's... Same here. Okay. Okay. I had... I mean, 15 minutes in, I'm waiting for Carrie to like say, are you fucking kidding me? Let's get the hell out of here. But 15 minutes in is when we started loosening up and... Like getting, oh, nice. getting on the right plane to enjoy what we were watching, right? And yeah. also, you couldn't feed off anyone else in the oh, theater. I'm glad nobody was in because you were the only two. That's right. Now, <laughs> which might have hurt me for a while. I'm going, like, I'm like, Should I text him? Should I say something to him right now? Like, is this gonna get better? This movie is gonna tank box office wise. Oh my god, we know it. We can. Pull up some stats right now. I could probably do a box office numbers. <laughs> so early in the week, I'm like, this is the only movie really I want to see in the theater. I think it's the only thing that's coming out this week. Um, so I was going to buy tickets online. And I saw that there was like service, ser- like online service fees to purchase online. I'm like, I don't really want to give any more money to theaters anymore. I hate them. I hate theaters. <laughs> You charge me too much, and I hate you. I fucking hate you, theaters. I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait. And I saw that two people buy... I think I saw this on Friday night. Friday... Oh, no. Thursday yeah, you night. You saw it Thursday. I saw it Thursday at 5, 5 p.m., the first showing. So, Wednesday, no one was in the room. Thursday morning, two people... We're in the seat, the exact seats that I wanted to. There's only six rows, but the exact two <laughs> that I wanted, somebody bought those two seats. And I'm like, okay, there's only two people. And they were in the third to last row. So I'm like, all right, I can go in the last row because I'll breathe on them. I have no problem sneezing <laughs> on them. That's not a problem. I'll sneeze my... Six rows. I'll sneeze my popcorn kernel on them. I don't, I don't, it'll go right in their straw. I don't care. And then two hours later, I saw two other tickets were bought. And the hysterical thing about those two tickets, right next to the other two. So I go, either they are the biggest douchebags or they're friends with, with, right. the, with the two people. And they got to be friends. Like, no one wants to sit next to anyone ever. <laughs> right? Like, no, no. Not in a theater. So I'm like, all right, four people, and I'm still not buying online because I'm not fucking buying that service fee. So this is the first time I went to the fucking box office since The Force Awakens. Yes. I believe that I went to a like a ticket teller. Is that yeah. what they're called? And like went to the glass and shoved my money underneath the plexiglass, which is always there. It was always there pre-COVID. Right. That fucking... Oh, yeah. That... Well, not where I went, though. Carasotes didn't have... I walked in, and there's a girl standing there in a mask, and she says, hey, did, you, did you pre-purchase? And I said, yeah. Oh, Because I had to walk over to a machine, scan the, the kiosk, kiosk yeah. and I had to order my popcorn and drinks at the kiosk, get a printout for that, uh-huh. and then I had to wait till they told me it was ready. I think that's where I saw Force Awakens was Carasotes. 
I know it's where we we were in the same theater for Cloverfield Lane with Carasone. Wow, I think that's where I saw. I think that's yeah. where I got spoil spoilered in Carasone. Right in that front. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. I remember that. That's the way that works because you walk in, they send you to the right, right to the right. But people, oh that bitch, (laughs) that fucking little ass bitch kid, that five year old cunt. (laughs) Anyway, so I went to the ticket. He's like, "What do you want?" I'm looking at the board, like I don't know what I want, but I know what I want. I'm like, "Oh, what movie are you?" I was gonna say Dave Grohl movie (laughs) (laughs) because I forgot the name. So anyway, I, bought, I purchased two tickets in person. I was like, this is... And you were five and six in the theater. Fucking bizarre. Yeah, we were five and six, and we did, like, back row. Like, there was no one behind us. You couldn't go behind us. And um, so I was like, I, I got... Right, no, let me ask, I want to ask, this is the conversation I want to have with you, because I did no pre-gaming for this film, and I've done no research afterwards either. So how, like, when did you know this film was coming out? Like a week and a half ago, I saw this was coming out. So it's the first you ever heard that the Foo Fighters were making this movie. A week and a half ago. And a week and a half ago... This blows uh, my mind. There's so much about this. I saw saw a trailer. I don't know how I saw a trailer. Maybe like a promotion. Because Twitter on your... I have Twitter. So on your... (laughs) On your feed, sometimes (laughs) there are promotional... Uh, accounts you don't follow that right, are just, they get fed to you. Yeah, like I an advertisement. Twitter. And I think I saw Studio Six 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 on my Twitter feed, and I'm like, oh fuck, Foo Fighters! That poster looks cool. It looks like an '80s sure, s- yeah poster. Let me click on it. I think because I, I, sometimes my new thing now it's not the Cupka thing. I'll watch a trailer, yeah, but I will shut it off once I'm sold. Or unsold. If unsold's a... Tapped. A, You're the sold or tapped. Correct. So I'll watch a trailer and I go, I got it. I like it. I'm shutting it off. I don't need to see anymore because sometimes the trailer shows too much. Yeah. So I watched a little bit of the trailer and I'm like, okay, I understand what's happening here. Let me shut it off. So I'm not full Kupka. Right. I'm... I'm a, I'm a Kupka point five. Yeah. And I, I full Kupka only because... I, if there was enough for me, all right, Foo Fighters doing a movie, I'm on the binge cast, I just want to watch this. Yes. Yeah. And we've seen this before. We've seen bands do these movies. Help, Hard Day's Night. I don't know. That's one band. That's one band. So I was thinking more like, is this a Rob Zombie Well, Tenacious D. Tenacious D is a good idea. Yeah, that's a good call. That's a good call. And Grohl. Like, it's affiliated with them. Yeah. Which, by the way... Wow, I didn't think of that until right now. That's which, a good point. By the way, how is Jack Black not in this? Yeah. Yeah, there were some good cameos. I mean, how is there not Jack Black? So what upset. a good point! So, I was, ah. I, was, I was expecting him in this. Wow. I was expecting Kyle Gass or Jack Black wow, to show I up in this. fucking think of that! How mad are you as Jack Black? I am now. Oh, him? As Jack for Jack Black. I'm mad as Jack Black and for Jack Black. Wow. For and as. Fuck, I didn't think of that. Like how you I I however, Foo Fighters, I believe, in Learn to Fly have Jack Black and Kyle Gass on the plane. Video. Oh, okay. 
I think they're in that plane. Music video? video? Yeah. What is that? What? Those exist? <laughs> that's that, That's 30 years ago for us. Yeah, for Coas. Yeah. Um... So, okay. Right. I can't, okay. okay. Let's wrap so this up. Just, let's, you, clean, let's clean this up. All right, let's clean it up. Let's clean it up. Um, one last prequel here. I don't, I don't like, like, Dave Grohl's cool and all, but I think the band are just a bunch of corny looking dudes. Like, I ne- I'm not like a, like we were talking earlier, like if this was made by, say, Fish or like Dave Matthews or Led Zeppelin or somebody that I'm a huge fan of, I think I would have had a different vibe once it started, seeing what we were watching, like we're not going to spoil this, right? It just came out yesterday. Um, there's there's really nothing to spoil. I know. There's nothing to spoil. Just don't just don't say that that like the end, the last yeah, yeah. third okay. of this movie. Okay, we could say what it is. Okay, so he, this this is the synopsis of the movie. Um, it's the Foo Fighters. They're about to record their tenth album. They want to make it epic. Dave Grohl's like, we need to make this fucking epic. Jeff Garland is the Ari Gold, I I, I would say. Yeah, he's, um, the, he's their record. Their record their label. Label, yeah. right? Record label. Um, great to see him. Great to see Jeff Garland. Yeah. Um, so he's like, we need to make this fucking epic album. I don't want to just go to any studio. What can we do? And uh, Garland's like, I got an idea for you. And then they put him in this... Um, Studio in this house in fucking Hollywood or LA Encino, and apparently that house is haunted, which we see. Um, that's the opening scene, yeah. The opening scene <sighs> is an old, an older band from the 90s, uh, being haunted and something widow. I forget what the first yeah. Word I forget what that band is. name yeah, is. Yeah. It was a cool band name, though. It was. It, it was. was. The song's great. Oh, it was a great song. Yeah. <laughs> so the opening is uh, the this this '90s band getting murdered. It kind of like Shining, where one of the band members right gets kind of possessed, possessed and yeah. wants to kill the band members. So it's kind of like Shining. Yeah. So in this movie, they they move yeah, into this house close. and they're like, all right, we're gonna we're gonna make this album and. In two weeks, it's going to be the 10th album. It's going to be the best album. Dave Grohl gets possessed and then is trying to complete this song, which is kind of like a seance to conjure up um, these demons, but in the meantime, while killing his bandmates. Right. That's that's pretty much the movie. Yeah. So. That's good. Hey. That was a good synopsis. That was a Jim Lawson synopsis. That was really good, actually. Um, I'm going to have some more time. I think there's, there's a point... Early on, where I could have just stood up and walked out of the theater and been like, I don't, I don't see, I feel bad now because no, 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 don't feel bad because that was early on and it took a cameo that I'm not gonna mention to really settle me into this film. And okay, once this cameo calls Dave Grohl a nerd, I'll just leave it at that. I am. I, I I really relaxed because I didn't know what I was going to be watching. Um, well, we. I can say this though, where Dave Grohl is possessed and he is trying to come up with songs for the album, but he is playing old Foo Fighters, old Foo Fighters songs where Taylor Hawkins, the drummer, is like, Dave, we wrote that like ten yeah. years but ago. He goes, he goes, Dave, yeah, that's a great song. You wrote it twenty years ago. It's called Afro. <laughs> 
I think that's in the that may be in the trailer. Probably, yeah. And then, but he's also writing another song from another artist yeah. that comes in oh and calls God. him out on it. I'm not going to say the we song. We lost it there. Or the artist. We it, lost it. It was fucking Oh my God, it was so fucking funny. genius. We, we were crying. We were crying from that point on. Now, Dave Grohl is not a great actor. Now, and also, the band are not great actors. They're just corny ass dudes, man. Like, Dave Grohl, I'm not... Like diehard Foo Fighters, right? Dave Grohl's a great guy. He does. Great I'm diehard Dave Grohl. Yeah, right. So he does great things. He's got a great social media presence. He does good, you know, charity and all that yes, kind of yes, stuff. Yes. And of course, I've always said like, great on Dave Grohl. He was great on Sesame Street. He does great things on Saturday Night Live. He does what? Like, yes, I, I feel you there. But he's not like one of my top guys. So I was very just indecisive. Mm-hmm. Until that cameo. And when that cameo took place, I think it showed me what we were getting. Yes. And it set me along for the ride. Okay. And we had a, and from there on, it was just fun. Yes. Uh, a lot of LOLs. So many, in fact. <laughs> LOL Lair. LOL Lair. Whoa. Based on what you're saying, I was hoping we would get way more of that. Way, way more comedy. Way more cameos. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, that, that, I was wondering after that. I mean, because you knew certain people were if in the movie. That, if that cameo came in, how did we not get, like, not get Jack Black? Chris Novoselic, Jack Black, Kyle Gass, like, that grunge yeah. era. Can I say something else, too? The Pearl Jam jokes. Dude. What is Pearl happening? Pearl Jam high five. What is happening? Come on, let's hear it on the Pearl road. Pearl Jam high five. <laughs> Jeremy had spoken. <laughs> I heard Grohl and Taylor on Stern the last two. Oh, see, this is all the stuff I have to dive into okay. now. Yeah. So Grohl and Taylor were on Stern the last two weeks or whatever, or two weeks ago. And Stern goes, were you making fun of Pearl Jam when you said Pearl yeah. Jam high five? And Dave Grohl goes, absolutely not. Have you seen the album cover of 10? That's that's them doing the yeah. high five. Yeah. He's like, I'm not making fun of that at all. I fucking love that album cover. And I I knew that right away. Like he was not making yeah, fun of it. Yeah, but it's it's a good it's a valid question because he's in Nirvana at the time. Yeah, so but it's they, almost like nobody he, he even says to this day that him, Nirvana, Soundgarden, Allison Chains, they were never against each other. They right, were all right. Like just like a they're just fucking, all part of a scene. They're they were all, coming all part together, and yeah. all like with each other and like just bonding with each other. But pros and high five. And then you're we're like, still alive. We're still alive. <laughs> that line could get kind of buried, though. Of course, but I think that's the point. But that's yeah. like yeah, yeah. Oh, also, line. after the scene, the the scene that that ends. Yeah. With fucking what's his with uh, I won't say the cameo who's dead. It's hilarious. Yes. Against the tree. No, oh, my God. Yeah. Okay, so some cameo... Okay, so Whitney Cummings is in this. She's the... Yeah, uh, she's great. Female comedian. She plays the she's neighbor. Great. Will Forte is a... Do, a delivery food, guy. Food delivery guy. He's a cameo. Um, Was it Jeff, Bone Structure? Was the name of his band? Yeah, Bone Structure. He's <laughs> he's a, uh, a food delivery guy that wants to give Dave Grohl his uh, demo, demo CD. Jeff Garland plays the um, exec, you know, record label, record executive. executive. Yeah. 
Um, but as far as cameos, I was really hoping for like way more. I thought it was just going to be chock full of cameos. And it, maybe that's me. Fuck no, it. I'm, I am me. That's what I was hoping for. I was... Okay, so we get we get John Carpenter, the the old guy. Does the gardener? No, the the sound guy, John Carpenter. Oh, that's him. That's him because the, he did the soundtrack. He did the soundtrack, yeah, which was very recognizable right out of the gate. Oh my too. god! Yeah, very. When Halloween. I saw it in the opening credits, I was like, "Oh yeah, absolutely." Yeah. So John Carpenter's in this, which he uh, it's just a cameo, but he also did the soundtrack. Or the, the the main score for this movie, which is very Halloween, and, absolutely, and all that absolutely, stuff. That's yeah. great. Like I love that stuff. But you got like Dave Grohl has done Sound City. He's done. I forget the other fucking series documentary on HBO. He did the uh, Sonic Highways. Sonic, yeah, but they do the songs from different. He's got. He knows his cell phone is probably fucking chock full of musicians. Like I know this is a Foo Fighters movie. But, like, how much fun would it be to bring in... Well, I, I gotta be honest with you, man. You are... You're opening my eyes to something I didn't even think about. But you're... I think you're dead on. Like, what an opportunity that's been missed here. Like, you don't need Whitney Cummings to be the neighbor. You could have fucking... Alanis Morissette as the neighbor. <laughs> right? Yeah, like, but Whitney Cummings was great. She was great, but imagine Alanis Morissette was that. Yeah. Like, and played the same exact played part. Played the same exact role. Forget Will Forte. Have him fucking be Kyle Gass or Jack Black. Should Jack Black. Should have been fucking... That should have been Jack Black. Or I was thinking, like, Jack Black be the engineer who gets fucking burned up. Yeah. Like, just real quick. But you have... Was that their... That was their real engineer. Maybe. I, I, yeah. I'm not 100% right, sure. But you have an opportunity here to get more names in the movie... For people like you and me to talk about. It would have been... Okay, what you're describing would have been a lot better for me. Mm. I, I would have enjoyed it. So I would have walked out being like, that was great. Like, just have a fucking rock and roll hall of fame. an ensemble cast yeah. like that. Yeah. yeah. Now, even like Eddie Vedder could have popped in. Or, yeah. Matt Cameron. Why does this... Yeah, Matt Cameron. Why is this film even made? Is the question that like I wanted to ask you. I, I know it came up over dinner, but I mean, is it really just a bunch of dudes that have too much money and, and they're bored because they can't tour? So from what I, from the 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 quick like I live two minutes from work, and that's the only time I listen to Stern to and from. So two minutes to work, two minutes from work, and I don't know what I'm gonna get as far as guests. So you pay for Sirius Radio for two minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Give me that login. I bro. do. <laughs> I commute for three hours a day. <laughs> well, I listen to it all the way I'll, here. How would I pay for your series? I listen to it all the way here. Oh, okay. There's okay. a half hour of Kristen Wiig. Half hour of Kristen Wiig about Barb and Star going to Vista Del Mar. Oh, my God. On the way to your house just now. <laughs> he was saying that some someone came to him with this script saying, how about the Foo Fighters in this? Like I thought, eight... it, was, I thought it was written by Dave Grohl. No, I don't think so. Oh, or an original a story. No, something in the credits. Oh, I'm looking it up. Something in the Hold credits. Hold on, I'll play a sounder in the meantime while Tom uh, looks this <laughs> up. The IRS. I was feeling we got a new release. What the fuck you watch this week? Oh, I always feel like we got a new release. 
listen. Sometimes I don't listen real well. <laughs> I'm tapping. <laughs> okay. You can't tap out. You already Maybe Dave Grohl came out. I don't know. I, I, I don't know. Um, okay. So, anyway, raccoons and shit. <laughs> raccoons. Uh, listen. Okay. So, here, here's my... Here's my review, my my review of the movie. Not great actors. Pat Smear. They're not actors. They're not actors. You're right. That's what has to be said. Dave Grohl is not the weakest link. He is the lead, but he's not the funniest part of the movie. Pat Smear and Rami... Oh my god. The The, fucking keyboard... The the touring keyboardist. The fucking touring keyboard player. (laughs) Him... I and kept turning to Kerry. Is this guy really in the band? He is in the band. He is now, yeah. He's oh, he's been in the band for Oh, really? Oh, yeah, he's been in the band for a few years. What Dave says when he goes around there, he goes, this is a creative uh, yeah. collective by me, him, 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 <laughs> not so much him. <laughs> but he is fantastic. Rami. No, he's, he steals the show until the death the show. Yeah. His heart-shaped chest hair is right before his death, which is like, <laughs> what? It. Okay. So this is, the the exact text I sent Tom is how everyone should go into this movie. It's a lot of fun. It's 80s horror. It's 80 cheese. It's uh, campy. You gotta think campy going into this. Well, I was gonna ask you, campy, yes, but I mean, is this a spoof even? I mean, is this a mockery of the genre? This is like half evil dead. Yeah, because it's super gory. That's what my wife kept saying. She's like, "This is well." That boring. book is very Evil Deadish. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, that they have. There's the there the is human a, skin book. Yeah, the human <laughs> skin book. I mean, you got to think Evil Dead. Think Evil Dead, and a famous band being the cast. That's it. I'm having a. I'm like blown away by you bringing up Tenacious D because Dave Grohl coming over the pool. Is so pink oh, of yeah. destiny type stuff. Wow, I, I yeah, you, they missed a mark here with Jack Black big time. But yeah, yeah, that really it actually makes me like it a little more. Thinking on a tenacious D level, it really is that it's kind cheese. of cheese. It's tenacious D cheese. Yeah, that's what that's what this is. But they should have incorporated them because Grawl plays Satan. Yeah, in tenacious D. But big gripe is <clears throat> too many. Scenes of the band standing. It was like a Scooby Doo scene. You're all right. standing around that is together. So Scooby Doo. And I just would catch each member's mannerisms and and like, I I watching Foo Fighter videos, which I are just, fun. I, but I can't stand the look of the bassist and the one guitar. Not Pat Smear, the other guy. I mean, we all know who Pat Smear is. Smear is. And he's oh, from Chris, Nirvana. Uh, Sh- the one, yeah, the grill guy. Yeah, yeah. And like, I always used to say, like, what is what is going on with this band right here? It looks like a bunch of fucking. You see the documentary dudes. though, right? I do. I don't remember it, but okay. I do remember watching it. Yeah, but I'm just kind of like, these guys are riding coattails. Uh, yeah, but didn't you? Like, let's say J three. Jerry said, "My left, my my left goes." Tyler Sheridan kind of looks like Kurt Cobain. I'm like, well, there's a lot of truth to that. There's a little bit of a... But imagine, like, John. Oh, yeah. I would go. John 3, the guy we talked about who knows our... Who knows Tommy Lee. Of course. We would be riding coattails. yeah. (laughs) Would you take a cymbal through your throat for John 3? Hell, yeah. (laughs) 
I'll take that Zildjian to the Adam's Fuck apple. Yeah, dude, I'll fucking burn on a grill. Fucking burn on a grill. I will not sleep in the kitchen, though, so I would have to be the other guy. I'd be sleeping in the kitchen. <laughs> no, I'd you're be... the drummer. You get tired nah, of I'd be sleeping in the kitchen. Um, okay, uh, rating. Hold on. My rating is a 6.5. Oh, interesting. Because it's not a 7 where I can be like, this is going to go down in some kind of horror, campy book where everyone should see this. It's 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 not a it's not help. It's not Yellow Submarine. <laughs> it's it's only, you're realizing you're only naming Beatles movies. So you're, like, you're, like, well, you're like plenty of bands have done movies. The Beatles, Tenacious D, Tenacious D, Beatles. What else? Maybe the Who. All right, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Uh, Jack, uh, has the Who done any films? I'm gonna make a call. I'm gonna no, ask. The who did Tommy? Yeah, good for you and your pinball. <laughs> I'm gonna reach out to the uh, Bingeverse right now. I want you to call in next week with what band would you like to see do a movie, and what genre movie would you like to see that band do? That's a good. You should have called that in as a voice. Should I call? Seven zero eight four zero six nine five four six. Boom. Leave us a voicemail, Jim Law and Alex. I don't actually. You know what? I know for a fact. Next week, Jack, myself, and Jim Law will be on the binge cast next week. I think Jack may be the only one that sees the Batman. Ooh. Um. If anyone could send me and Law a cam version, <laughs> I will watch that on my calculator uh, as soon as possible. So I'm never going to this theater to see that. Why not? People. Yeah, there'll be a lot of people. There's going to be so many people with fucking bat ears. All right. Yeah. Rate, uh, rate Studio 666 because I want to talk about I did. 6.5. 6.5. All right, I'll give it a 6. I was going to say 6. Oh, you went lower than me. Well, I was going to rate it lower until about halfway through when I started to. I don't know. I just was, again, being. I was very unsure about what I was seeing. And then once it all started to take shape and I understood what was going on. You know why you also were unsure? You walk into a room where There's you're nobody. the only two that bought tickets for this thing. That's right. That's right. By the way, Dave Grohl, stream this, bro. Yeah, that's the other... Yeah, that, again, I mean, I'm trying to ask why the hell it was made. Stream then, it on FooFighters.com. Who cares? What are you doing? I mean, they are the executive producers. So it's executive like, douche. Are you making any money on this at all? Like, I just don't understand. They're, they're going to fucking lose money on this. So the trailer's in front of the film. Oh, let's talk so about that. So it was The Batman. The Batman. Did you enjoy that? Absolutely. Michael, Michael Matt Reeves, our boy, Cloverfield yeah. director. Yeah. Yeah. Michael Chiacchino, score of Up Cloverfield. Oh, nice. Fantastic score. Yeah. Listen, not a... Pat- I got spoiled on... I looked at the IMDb and got spoiled on who uh, Riddler is. <laughs> but he looks awesome. Not a big deal, though. I know, I know. Not a big deal, no, it's not. Paul Dano. Not right. a big deal. <laughs> Everybody Col- listening knew it but me. Colin Farrell, Penguin. He's not seen in the trailer, though. He's not seen in the trailer. Yeah. I got- Spoiler alert. By the way, I got an inside source. A possible inside source. DeVito? 
<laughs> he's the pe- he's double pe- he's double. penguin's dad penguin's yeah <laughs> i got a uh, inside source of a youtuber i follow oh he says he ran into a guy in the in the disney park he's a disney he's this, a disney legit he's a disney youtuber he says he ran into a guy wait, wait what's a disney youtuber is he an employee was got fired because of the pandy <clears throat> So he just goes in as like with his. He goes in and reviews, and he's like, "Hey, you know, Hollywood Studios is good. Wait times are a little high." Goes to fucking Universal and says, "Hey, um, you know, Mardi Gras." I'm not ready for this world. All right, this is a whole other podcast. By By the way, way. (laughs) I'm doing a test YouTube. I'm doing this. Maybe this is off air. Save it. Save it. Save it. Yeah. No, no, no. I'm I'm doing it right now because I'm drunk. (laughs) I'm gonna do a test. YouTube of me YouTubing Universal when I'm there in a month. Yes! I'm gonna put out a video and if it fucking draws numbers I'm gonna fucking move down to Florida (gasps) and I'm gonna be a fucking Universal Disney YouTuber. Oh my god. Edit this out! This is big! (laughs) This is big! Save this! I'm gonna I'm gonna do a video I'm gonna see if it gets numbers. Numbers. N U M B A S. Numbers. <laughs> no, if you just title it that, we gotta win. We gotta win. Disney numbers. Numbers. I don't know what my name's gonna be. PMC Twenty Diz. I don't know. I don't know what it's. We'll work be. on that off. We'll work. Yeah, we got that whole. We got. We got another hour to hang so out. So the one YouTuber I follow. Mm-hmm. If you if you don't want to hear Batman spoilers, peace out now. <gasps> this guy says, I ran into a guy in the parks. He told me that the Joker is going to be in this movie. The Joker? The Joker. The Joaquin Joker? No, no, no. Oh, oh. Damn I, it. I don't know about that. A Joker. Okay. Spoiler alert. <laughs> he says he ran into a guy that said a Joker is going to be in this movie and Arkham Asylum is going to be in this movie or something like that. He saw something in the trailer that's like, oh, he vouched for that. That makes sense. Maybe what he said makes sense. So he doesn't know if for real if... Yeah. Because there's no Joker in any promo, any no. trailer, nothing. Well, I didn't see Penguin in the trailer, so he's in promo, though? Oh, that, huge promo. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. So Matt Reeves, Cloverfield guy. Uh, one of the Planet of the Apes, one of the newer ones, Matt Reeves yeah. directed. Yeah. I mean, the trailer looks phenomenal. My, sh- my wife is going. My wife. My wife is like, is this going to be cheesy? <laughs> really? I go. She's like, trailers look cheesy. I go. Ooh, I don't know. There's some cheesy lines though when it comes to like. What's well, DC Comics always have? It's a comic book movie. Like. Like, I understand what she's talking about. Like, when she says stuff like that, like, my eyelids open up like a fucking, like, they they blink like a fish differently. And it's like, oh, let me watch that trailer. And then it's like, cat girl, cat woman oh, going yeah. like, I'll show you my pussy. Well, you know, something <laughs> like that. I'm like, oh, yeah, wait, you're right. That is cheesy. You're going to die. It's okay. I've got nine or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. That's, that's true. Yeah. That was corny as hell. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. like she'll, 
she'll be like, oh, that was fucking cheesy. And I'm like, ah, god damn it, you're right. Yeah. Yeah, Catwoman's a you huge part of the... You mean these nipples? She's a huge part of the trailer. Huge part. Yeah. Zoe Kravitz. She's actually listed as the lead. One on of the leads. IMDb. You should she's check out that movie, uh, Kimmy, that I reviewed last week. I think you'll like yeah, it. Yeah, I wrote that one down. I, I docketed that. That's how <laughs> No, I did. I've got a very long document. Actually, I wanna I wanna do a fucking what is it called? Uh I wanna do a I think I rated it too high last week. Oh. I think I rated you it. Wanna an re-rate? <laughs> gonna, oh wow. Okay, I'm gonna cross that off my docket. <laughs> I wanna do a uh, cumbersome what is that what is that band called that did cumbersome? Creed? No. I have girl. <laughs> What if that band did a movie? No. no. I wouldn't watch it. I can't even type cumbersome right now. I am wasted. <laughs> but, uh, back to the trailers real quick. How about that Firestarter trailer? Did you watch that? Stephen King? No, I went to wash my hands. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so you missed that one. You Wait, the Batman. that's a remake of Drew Barrymore's movie, Firestarter. Yeah. Who's in that? Uh, okay. I, I just, I, I'm just... Seven Mary Three wrote the Seven song Mary Cumbersome. <laughs> Best. Yeah, well, that guy's got a sick-ass I'm just sitting in the theater, and I'm like, oh, do I need to audiobook this shit? What are the trailers you saw for before... So it's Batman? It was Oh, wait, what was Firestarter? your rating for Studio 666? What? What was your rating? Okay. Yeah. Uh, and it was the the stupid the um, Leto movie, Jared Leto. Morbius. Yeah, Morbius. That was the worst trailer. Halfway I think... through that trailer, Carrie goes, "Is this Batman again?" <laughs> I think that was I'm one like, of the worst trailers I've ever be. seen. That oh, was terrible. It's corny. Tra- it's corny shit. It was. Ter- it was a lot of shots of of someone's back, him, and then and then the. The turnaround. Yeah, it's all like it's either me as Jared Leto or me as a werewolf. Right. Yeah. I don't know what Morbius is. Doctor Morbius is a werewolf. I think. I think Doctor Morbius checked my herpes one time. (laughs) (laughs) I think Doctor Morbius told me to turn my head left and cough once. It was really uncomfortable. And his mouth was on my balls, which was (laughs) weird. Very uncomfortable growl. In the I'm like, you want me to cough? You're gonna really feel this in your jaw. Why is your hair growing on the back of your neck? <laughs> I can't touch my body. <laughs> <laughs> oh Jesus! We're two hours and thirty-seven minutes. So anyway, four on ten. <laughs> Forbius. <laughs> what other challenges do you get? Those are the ones I remember. There might have been Morbius, Morbius, Firestarter, Firestarter. and the Batman. There might have been one more, but I'm not. I'm not recalling. How was Firestarter? No good. Mm. Eh. Eh. It makes me want to watch the. Like I'm big into when I know there's. Like I told you, I listened to Nightmare Alley. Yeah. Week. There's a source. There's source to it. I'm just big in doing the book before something. Yeah. Like I called in a few weeks ago about Station Eleven. I, read, okay. I listened to the book and then I was scared off by the trailer, but I watched <clears> the show. <throat> it was fucking terrible. I wasted 10 hours of my life. Four on 10. 10 hours. But the book was really good. <laughs> Did you, you ever sh- do Dune? I, the five minute audio um, 
preview on Audible. I'm tapping out. The five-minute preview. The, the the voice of the guy. The, the, the guy that reads the narrator. I couldn't do it. God damn. Yeah. Fuck Dude, Dune. it's a commitment. Though. Did you watch Dune? No, not yet. <gasps> uh, but in that instance, I'm like, I'm just going to watch this movie. Watch uh, them. Uh, yeah. It's not that bad. <laughs> Which is the worst review ever, right? Oh, oh. You know I'm not watching it now, right? <laughs> if you say that to me, I've got time for other shit. It's it's okay. It's a, it's not a bad movie. Okay, that sounds great. I got hiccups. <laughs> Hit it. I want to play my, uh, I want to play a couple, I want to play all my West story, West Side story. Do it, let's play us out. All play three of them, all three of them. Dude, no, it's three. work. It is, I worked hard on this. That's right, and I better hear them next week and the week after that. You hear that? Keep them going. Nah, they're, t- they tapped out. No, fuck that. Round up TV, round up TV, Sounds round like up TV, time. we'll talk all the shows, round up TV. And I'll never watch the Peacemaker show. Ba 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 Binge Media. Well, what did you watch for Binge Media? And suddenly that flick can suck a baba dick. It's true. Binge Media. I hope the film was good for Binge Media. And suddenly, just then, this film's a 4 on 10 to me. Binge Media. Leave a voicemail for Binge Media. Leave a review for Binge Media. Leave a cool game for Binge Media. Leave a sweet gook for Binge Media. Sweet gook, sweet gook. You like that one? You should all be leaving sweet gooks, you son of a bitch. I don't know what sounder I leave. Let's leave with this one. Alright, bye! <laughs> You've been listening to the Binge Media Podcast Network at BingeMedia.com. Damn, Don! Damn, Don! Subscribe to us on iTunes. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Oh my god! Shut up! Yay! I'm waiting. Star Wars!